Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. All right, folks, on today's episode, we had another segment of American Honesty, and we had back with us our very first guest on those segments, Mr. Ben West. He was a great guest, and it was great to have him back. And we obviously have our regular co-hosts with us, Mr. Andrew and Mr. Jake. Uh, had a great time. We, we talked a lot about the election uh, here that's coming up in 2020 here in a few months. Uh, definitely some differing opinions on that one. Uh, we definitely got into some interesting conversations. It was, it was a lot of fun, that's for sure. And we also got into talking about a little bit of you know, kind of what's going on in today's society, about everybody having a voice because of social media and everything else and and why that might or might not be such a great thing that's actually going on. Uh, some of us believe that that's causing other problems and some of us believe that it's a wonderful thing. So it's, it's definitely a, a good discussion nonetheless. But without any further ado, please sit back, strap in, and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and we have another segment of American Honesty with you. And as always, for those segments, we have our co-host, Mr. Andrew Hoffman. What's up, guys? And Mr. Jake Bible. Howdy. And we also have a guest with us who was our very first guest on the American Honesty. It was uh, Mr. Ben West. How hello, you doing, hello. sir? I'm well. Welcome back. Thank welcome you, It's ben. good to have you back. Yeah, likewise. So how have you boys been doing? What's been going on? There's lots of things going on in the news. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is there? Is there an election or something? There, there is an election There's going an election on. Or something, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's causing people to lose their fucking minds. Is it that or is it the virus? I don't know what's going on. All of the above. Twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what to think. Everyone's a little stir crazy and worked up right now. Yeah, I, th- I think that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just maybe, a touch. Maybe little was the wrong word. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's because of those. I can't work those extra four hours of overtime at work anymore. It's, that's causing mine right driving there. you out yeah. of your mind. Four hours, damn it. <laughs> Things still going well with work for you? Yeah, I'm working full time. They don't allow overtime, and whatnot. If hey, we do, we have to. Hey, leave working full time yeah. is was good. Yep. So I'm not mad. I might look into a new job, but. Not many people need to know about that. So. Just tell everybody in the podcast. It's yeah. not like you just put it on a public forum, so that's good. <laughs> that's all right, because yeah, not many people listen. It's all right. Oh, I see. <laughs> They're just saving grace. Yeah. Not, not the people that need to from my company. Yeah, oh, okay. cer- certainly that yeah, as well. Yeah. What's been going on with you, Ben? How you been doing? Good. Actually, uh, uh, at the beginning of all this, I was a little nervous. You know, I'm in real estate, um, You know, so we all kind of held our collective breath for a second, but... It's just been off to the races. I mean, oh, it's it been, seems like it's so much a seller's market still. Oh, it's bananas. It's, are, are you a realtor then? I, so yeah, so I'm an agent and I also do, uh, I work with a couple of investors who do cash buying and I do some of my own cash buying as well. Okay. Um, you like flip those and sell them or you rent them? Yeah. So um, the investors, I don't personally uh, rent them. Sometimes I'll, I'll uh, wholesale them and sometimes I'll uh, uh, convert it to a listing. Sometimes we'll flip. Um, but a little, so a little bit of everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 
there has been like minimal interruption in that and it's been a seller's market i think i kind of like to joke and say like normally you have a spring pop you know because everyone's been sitting around over over the winter you know the holidays and the cold and you see a big bump in the spring but it's also because a lot of parents don't want to pull their kids out of school if they're going to move sure so that they want to wait till school's out and move in the summer so there's limited yeah so right and so they'll they'll put them up you know it starts to to you know uptick as the weather starts to turn and you know but i think this time that was delayed so then everyone's sitting at home well, I mean, with their spring, dog and their kids spring and spring lasted forever let's be honest well and I mean, and i mean the covid situation so yeah. everybody's furthermore stuck inside you know looking on zillow you know or whatever on realtor.com or whatever hoping for a bigger place because <laughs> they got to work from home now and their dogs and their kids and their spouse are all pissing them off so now they're <laughs> super excited and there's limited inventory so the market's just been absolutely bananas yeah yeah and i don't know how long it'll last but I'll run while we can. I mean, I mean, I, I truly believe there's going to be some sort of a housing crisis in the next couple of years from the, the pandemic and just everything being shut down and a lot of people not being able to pay their rent. I figure landlords will be kicking a bunch of renters out. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know there'll be so much like a, um, like like the mortgages, like you can't pay those. So like the bank takes them over and kicks you out. Those, what do they call Foreclosure. Those? There we go, foreclosure. Yeah. I, I don't think there'll be tons of those because I think a lot of the banks were like, hey, we'll just... Put your payments on the end, and it's no big deal. But you got to fill out the paperwork if you do it properly. If it's the the third day of the month, and if somebody doesn't have heartburn, but right. if you do it wrong, then I just <laughs> I, I, I figure like something is going to go wrong in the next couple of years. So I think I think it's actually going to happen sooner than that. We're really, gonna, we're going to see a market correction. We're not going to see. I don't think we're going to see anything like 08 because the conditions that were that caused that are not really there anymore well thank god <laughs> yeah but I, we're, we are going to see a market correction in my estimation and we are going to see an increase in foreclosures and short sales the problem is the interventions that a lot of the lenders are are utilizing <clears throat> are not in fact what you're suggesting which would really make, which would make sense I, I've, that they, I've that they tack that, it onto so the end know. of the term what they've been doing is they've been allowing you to put your mortgage in forbearance for a certain amount of time, but then they're expecting full payment once it's out of forbearance. That's adorable. That's never going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> and Or they're allowing people to make payments on top of their mortgage once they come back, which I don't know how they're supposed to do that. So that's the, that's the challenge that uh, I think we're going to see. So I do think we're going to see an influx of foreclosures and short sales coming up, which is going to impact the rest of the market. 100%. So, but I, mean, I don't, I not? don't think it's going to be quite as disastrous as i think some people are thinking well that's good because yeah. I, I remember what it was like in 0708 yeah it was brutal it was, it was not good yeah. people's uh, equity is just gone like I, I know people who are maybe want to like merge their families like they have like maybe they both have a house they're looking to sell like buy one together and do mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and i'm like bro i would wait a little bit because yeah. I, I think prices are going to go way down here a little bit because yeah. right now it's very much a seller's market Indeed. but yeah if you wait a few months to, to next year i feel like yeah you might get a better deal on your house you might lose a little bit and you're selling it but right i think you'll make it up going for the new one right yeah hopefully but i mean i, I guess we'll find out yeah I've, yeah in the meantime i'm just running so <laughs> i I'm get just, it i'm trying to make hay while the sun shines <laughs> exactly you know I mean? that's hustling people yeah. leaving the yeah. people leaving the city man people don't People don't want to live in the cities anymore. Oh, but yeah. You hear a lot like, of that. It's too, too volatile. Yeah. You hear of a mass exodus from yeah. like, uh, even suburbs close. I saw that there was an article. There was a line. People waited in line for 24 hours to auction at, on some home in, in California, like just as it was being built. You know, like that's how much the demand is right now for suburban housing that's, you know, remotely affordable. I mean, we don't have the same issue really out here that they have kind of on the coast as far as like real estate. But mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where you literally can't. You know, I mean, you're, you're basically, you work to live there and that's really it. Um, and I think people kind of just, and now with just how volatile the 
you can see in a, any in how a city can get at any given time. I don't know why anyone would want to want to live or do business there currently. You know, well, I mean, you hear of a lot of podcasts right now, guys out in the entertainment industry, out in L.A., all that kind of stuff. Everybody's like, we're getting the oh, fuck you, out. Yeah, of dude, here. if you yeah. got the money and the means to do it, everyone's doing it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? I mean, you know, but it's not even just so much self-preservation. That. It's, but it's, it's not just because of that so much. It's also about because of like a lot of the ideas they're coming up with, like to fix some of these problems. And was it uh, Joe Rogan was saying on his podcast the other day is that uh, California is going with the idea of like raising taxes, like another twenty to thirty percent, you know, for for whatever reason they're doing. He's like, fuck that! Like yeah. you're, you're gonna work for like all this time <laughs> and money and get like thirty percent of what you freaking work for like nobody's gonna do that so that like they're all leaving taking their businesses elsewhere yeah was it elon musk was even looking at moving his plant to texas if uh yeah. if yeah. california yeah. wouldn't let him open mm-hmm. back up i assume they let him open <clears throat> back up because you don't yeah. hear of a moving to texas there, which would yeah. be huge yeah. news right everyone would be talking about that yeah. yeah so i mean who knows i mean it's just i don't know if it's just so much more of the everybody's worried about the violence and the riots and all that kind of stuff is it just well there's uh, a, been a real estate bubble i mean for as far as just the complete unaffordability of of property and um it, in the past the scarcity of it but i'm not really so sure as, as to now i just know that um it would seem like given i mean my mom just sold her house in a week like yeah i think the average list i saw i heard in wadsworth somebody said that the average market time right now is like three days before houses are getting offers yeah. on them. M- multiple houses I've sold have so, been under contract in a day or two. Yeah, that's every, not you know. surprising at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's houses around here, like where I live, when I was looking four, four years ago, yeah. that literally wouldn't even come up on the market. And that's going to cause like, like a, the, the realtors who would know realtors to like, hey, I've got a house coming mm-hmm. up. Do you want to come look at it? And they they would have a sold sign in the yard before it ever even came oh, yeah. up to the market. They were just moving like that happened mm-hmm. to my neighbors literally never saw it go for sale all of a sudden i see moving trucks i'm like what the shit mm-hmm. like it's sold before it literally went on the market and we, you're gonna see like i mean i'm just take an example of wadsworth you know that's um i couldn't imagine you you can't fit any more people there it is so congested there during the middle of the day um for you know basically from the hours of like 10 a.m to like eight at night you can't you can't it's it's inaccessible just with the how crowded it is, especially like around like, um, you know, God forbid you go there around noonish or something like that. And now and then everyone also knows the side routes though, so there is no more like all oh, shortcutting around the main roads. Um, so you're just going to see like that increase in congestion and stuff like that, which then leads going to lead to more, you know, probably, um, you know, road work and stuff like that. That's exactly what it leads spit, to. It's you know. it's so funny because like a lot of people leave like the suburbs or the cities and they yeah. go out to these little areas and like, well, I miss this store and that store. We want to build this up and we're going to get this and that. All of a sudden now it's like, it's like its own little city, I know. you know? And it's oh, like, yeah. and they get tired of that and they want to move outside of that. It's like, it's, it's great it's, to listen to like the old people bitch about it, like the city council and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, but you know? they, they just bitch about everything. I mean, so like, they got <laughs> nothing else to do. That's what they're doing. They're not doing anything with their lives. So it's like, ah, I'm just going to complain about this. I, I had like, a woman, a woman that worked for me and her husband has not gone in because Walmart moved in there about 15, 20 years ago when I moved to Wadsworth, probably closer to 20 years. And the dude has not, he will not drive his car on the plot of land, like even to like go around, you know, through the parking lot shortcut <laughs> in protest because he did, he was so against them bringing that Walmart there because, you know, it was the first, you know, major big box store to come to town. 
And hey, how, to how, this day, he still will not. He would yeah. never come to any of the Christmas parties with her or anything like that because we would have him at a restaurant that was on the property on the parking lot of the Walmart, and he wouldn't go. He would not drive his car there. He wouldn't go there. Hey, there, there is a man that I would love to shake his hand and be like, you know what? Good for you. Stand up <laughs> for your like principles. You, yeah, they make may your, not, yeah. they make may your not wife go to a Christmas party by herself. Dying on, yeah. but. Yeah. Good on you, sir. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do remember that. That's living, a hill to die on, I, I guess. Mean, living in a small college town myself, and I've lived here most of my life. It's like I remember when Walmart did come in. Yeah. Of course, it's hilarious. Like all my friends from like work up near Cleveland, they're like, "Oh my god!" Like you have such a small town only has one Walmart. I'm like, "That's the Walmart in the county. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> like, like that's not the one in the city. Like that's yeah. the one in the county. Like yeah. everyone comes to that one." But I can remember like it was just cornfields up there. Now it's like it's booming everything at strip malls and they're buying up all the land around it and building more strip malls and it's mm-hmm. just like man oh man oh man there's all kinds of stuff in there and it's like it's nice because there's a bunch of little stores to go to but it's well, also like well, what's hilarious shit. though because if you go if you're and you only know this i guess if you're familiar with the town but right in the middle of that huge drag 94 you know right between walmart and like you know great oaks there's one person who f- did not sell their house, who refused to sell their a house, tiny little and one. he smashed in yeah. between. A, he's got a drug mart right <laughs> yep. here. Yep. He's got an NTB, literally like his parking lot of the NTB is almost connected to his front yard. Yep. And there's his little house. He's got his house right sitting in there. He's holding out, man. And he will yeah. not. Yeah, he's not moving. Gas station next to that and everything. <laughs> yeah. He's, Good luck selling that house. I mean, the later. dude probably has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's hilarious, but whatever. <laughs> Stand by your morals, right? Don't leave. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if that one's so much moral. I know. Like, it's, it's just your house. I mean, yeah, it's, it's probably just like it's, it's one of those things. It's like you're, you're going to be so stubborn to stay there that is is it really worth it? You know, it's like yeah, it's your house and you've lived there, but who cares? There's other houses. His, you know, yeah, unless I'm sure unless it's one that like you value, you, you built custom with your wife and it means yeah. so much to you or whatever. But even then, it's or because like, you got all the dead bodies buried in the basement, you know, that's always all a that's probably <laughs> what it is. <laughs> he had to have been offered yeah. a, a, like a lot of money, way yeah. over market. Yeah. Oh, value. I'm sure, hundred oh, percent. I mean, I mean it's, yeah. it's worth way much more. If, like, yeah. to I never what, thought about the buried bodies. What are stuff. smashed in the secrets of the yeah, walls and whatnot, or like what what shits he hiding? That's all. It's probably just something sure. lame, like his dead father built the house or something, you know. And dude, you have probably not as people exciting. get so like to your connected point. To that people stuff. are so connected to their houses. Yeah, like I'm like you. I've got a price. Like, for sure. Yeah. If it's a good price, I'm out. Yeah. I'll go somewhere else. It's fine. No, it's not, it's not even just a price for me. To me, it's like, it's just a house. Like, I don't care. It's like... Sure. Uh, I mean, I get, like, people, like, you know, they bring their kid home there. There was the first house they bought. They moments. worked hard. Special yeah. moments and all yeah. that. Like, I, I I get, you know, that to a point. But, like, at that point, if they're going to offer you more than market value for your house, and Cha-ching. you can go buy something even better yeah. and newer or whatever, like, what the hell? Well, like, I'm out. But, but it's more than just that, too. I mean, because, like, think about his quality of life now. Yeah, yeah like right, you, exactly. You can't sit on your porch. It's not relaxing. Right. There's people around you yep. all the time. Yep. People like just oh, walk up like, why is there a house hell, here? They're, like, they're peeking in your windows, and you're like doing your wife on the couch. Like, whoa, like, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> good morning. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, that's not good. <laughs> oh, that's a good day. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, sorry, I went too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Oh, God. All right. All right. Let's, let's segue here. <laughs> Dear God, after that horrible. I don't know where you segue to from that. <laughs> well, I, I, I honestly yeah. want to talk about the election. Doing your wife. So the government doing us. Yeah. Okay. Let's segue that way. All <laughs> that's right, a good sure. segue. Uh, that's always going to happen. It has nothing to do with the election, sir. <laughs> just so you know, yeah. that's just life. Okay. Uh, it's like, I, I've got, I've talked to so many people about the election. I don't know your guys' thoughts on this, but I've talked to so many people that are so divided on this. And it's like, 
why do you guys listen to the media so much? I don't understand. Because like me, personally, I don't listen to media. I listen to podcasts. If I try to get news. It's still technically media. Well, of course. <laughs> no, it, it really is. But I don't listen to mainstream media. How's that? And, and it's TV's like, off. Yeah. It's, but it's like yeah. I don't get riled up with all this kind of stuff. And I've got friends I literally talked to in the last few weeks that are like, dude, there's whoever wins, there's going to be riots in the streets. And there's going to be shootings and blood spilled oh and all these God. kind of things. It's like, guys, let's calm down here. Like it's just a person – in office who yeah. doesn't make a whole lot of difference like they, they don't make policy they, they don't change everything like they say they're going to I, I just i don't understand so i don't know what you guys' thoughts are but it's like everybody i talk to is like they feel like it's going to be the end of the well, world i'm not saying no i matter go that far but i would also say i mean how you can't just say like well it's just a person winning in office i mean you've been alive for the last four years it's not i mean look tangibly what's happened like if you strip away like all the stories if you could strip away that you the twitter never existed or social media. If you actually just look at like the four years, not much has happened. It's been a pretty boring four years. You know, there hasn't been really much to speak of as far as like war. Uh, the economy has been doing really pretty well. Unemployment was great until the virus. Um, and then obviously throw everything out the window. But like the to say that like people have remained rational during a pretty t- typical boring four years, that's not that's, I mean, you know, that's not true. Certainly not the case. So, I think that's just going to be. I think, I think that's just going to be a little. You're going to just put gasoline all over that right now. If we're if we're looking back just the four years, can we look back longer than that? Because like since I got out of high school, you can look at our Facebook feeds now. If it's on there for the last ten years or whatever or longer, where you can see Bush. Some people got angry or whatever, and then Bush got reelected or whatnot, and then Obama. Ah, people were angrier because, like we mm-hmm. talked about before, it was divisive, yelling at each other on Facebook or whatever mm-hmm. else it was. And it's just a guy, just the president or whatever. Like, oh, it's not my president. People were saying that about Obama mm-hmm. and then all this. And then when Trump got elected, yep. it, it got worse. It's getting worse and worse over the past, over my lifetime since I've been out of school. Because everybody's a platform now. And, yeah, but I... That's pretty much it. There's your segue there. All right. Right. Yeah, I oh. got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. The opinion thing. Yeah, oh, for the opinion yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I got it. Uh, but that's, I mean... I'm noticing definitely that it is definitely progressing. Not, not so. What do you? I mean, so what I do you mean, see, I Matt? I mean, do you? Or <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's not what I see because I don't see it being a huge deal either way. You know, whereas a lot of people think that. Like great examples. I talked to a friend of mine, and he thinks that if Trump gets reelected, which he thinks that is never going to happen. He's like, there's no way it would ever happen. I'm like, oh, he's getting reelected. I think it's going to be really close. <laughs> I, I I don't. I'm not 100% sure he's going to get reelected. Yeah. I think it's going to be super close. I think he's the easiest candidate to beat, but I don't think they've chosen to do that because they're doubling down on crazy. Right. But, but that's just my opinion personally. I've, I've literally said this for years. You go back on the podcast and listen. Like Trump is by far the worst president ever, period, in my opinion. That's just not true, though, man. It's, it's, it's just I mean, my, it's my it, opinion. It's, I'm just – and I'm not even, even going to rank him. He might, I'm not even saying he's not the second worst. I'm just saying that, like – you're also when you say don't pay attention to the media. That's when you say something like that. That just means that you've just basically let the media form your opinion of Trump. Because all if you had if you were sitting in your basement for the last four years and then getting up, going to work, and coming back home with, with no connection, to anything else other than watching your portfolio go up a little bit, you would think he was a fine president. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm so, sorry. And the, yeah, what makes you think? So I just want to clarify. He just articulated a perspective. Yeah. And he has <clears throat> articulated also how he gets his information. But then when he articulated his opinion, 
you denigrated it by saying that it was simply informed by the media and assumed that he's not allowed, not able to come to his own conclusions based on the way he perceives objective information. You just said that you, it makes you think his opinion yeah, is formed makes, by the it mass makes, media. It makes, that's how it makes, yeah, that's my opinion. It makes me feel that way. No, but about him and yeah. about how he... Just like what I said makes you feel a certain way about me right No, now. no, but, you, but he already articulated. I think... Sorry, this hits a little bit of a chord for me because I'm like you. I don't get my information from CNN, MSNBC, whatever. But I've had several debates with my dad who will, at the end of the debate, say, you just need to stop watching the media. And I'm like, I don't think you understand... I've already articulated to you. I don't do that, but he continues to use that to put down my ability to objectively well, consume I, information and come to a conclusion. When I said media, I was referring to the same media he was referring to. The you, podcast said, you said mass media. No, no, I said media. Yeah, I thought you I'm referring to the maybe, same I, maybe, yeah. maybe I misheard. Yeah. Yeah. He said media. Yeah, I mean we're no, not. We're, 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 Matt, right. Matt and I know each other. He, he, no, he knows just, I. He no, knows right. what I'm talking. I know. I know. Just I, just, I know. I, I just. I know. But but for the purposes of like, I think this happens too much. Like that, a lot of people who are not in support of Trump. Whenever they articulate those opinions, I've heard it over and over again where Trump supporters will say, oh, you're just a victim of the mass media. You need to stop listening to the liberal media. But, but that, that doesn't mean that those people aren't able to come to that. I think people have a hard time thinking that somebody may consume the same information that they do and come to a different conclusion. No, no, no. You're mis- – you're, yeah, you're understandable, I guess, if I'm just – because I'm just kind of conversing here. But um, <laughs> no, I'm – I'm not telling anybody like that you can't like – if you don't like Trump, it's because you're brainwashed by the media. Can, can we all agree if anyone's listened to any of the previous podcasts? Uh, yeah, not the biggest Trump guy here. Uh, sure. But what I would say though is that like when you make a statement like Trump's worth president history, that makes me think – that sounds like something that like you know, it's kinda- somebody would say who has had their opinion – affected by media regardless of how mass or small it is some type of outside source because the numbers or whatever the the actual the resume doesn't speak for it well absolutely and i I can completely understand where you're coming from with that but in my opinion it's just when when you put in a business owner in in the in the place of the president right it's like businesses are going to thrive because people are like hey all right we can do this let's go let's sure. let's start business and you see this every cycle where it's like when somebody new gets elected everybody gets excited they do some more things they try some new things and like the economy goes up everything goes bonkers for a couple of years and then they, they come into that last year and usually things are going well it's typically how that works because it usually takes a few years for it to hit the market yeah that, that kind of stuff happens so i can see how like all the numbers and stuff you look at would be like hey the economy's great like you know uh, unemployment's down, all these kind of things. You can look at the stats and think like, oh, look, he's doing a great job as a president. But me personally, I don't see that as being him doing a good job. Oh, that's, yeah. I see that I as a market just doing its thing. I disagree people, with you right people, there. People, that's fine. But it's like, I just see it as people like just getting in the yeah. market and doing things and letting things boom, and that's fine. But in my personal opinion, I, I just see him uh, as, as like a guy who's so attached to his own ego that, that he can't put that aside to do what's best for the people. And that, that's, again, that's just my personal opinion. Now, granted... I do believe that he ran against the uh, the very worst like person to ever run for the presidency. <laughs> I, I truly believe that. I believe they were, they were number one and number two worst people ever to make it on the main ticket. Yeah, I don't know like, how that happened to the like, country. That that like, was those were our choices. Like, like yeah. look at the people that live Lots, here now. How do you, yeah, how do you again? Uh, I, I know how Hillary. Yeah, going to happen. Yeah, I know how Hillary got there, and I have a opinion how Trump got there. I really believe that he ran in a dare. 
and then it, things just got out of hand. <laughs> yeah, because the people. I hold <laughs> my beer. Well, I, I, I think the people were just so fed up with how everything was, yeah. and they were so tired of politics. And the same people who were corrupt and all in each other's pockets, and nothing ever changes. And that's just like because we we see like it goes right, it goes left. It's like nothing really changes. It's all kind of the same because they're all the same backers, they all the same donors. Yeah. It's like yeah, like like if you look back into history, you'll see that. You know, people in Congress, the Senate, and that kind of stuff—they used to be very diverse. There was there was business owners, there was lawyers, there was doctors. You know, there was there was blue collar people. There's all kinds. They were doing their civic duty, do a couple of terms, get out, go back and run their yeah. business. They weren't making lots of money. They weren't retiring gajillionaires like they are they now. They weren't celebrities. By exactly. The they weren't getting and, their pockets yeah. padded by lobbyists. And yeah. like like nowadays, like you pretty much have professional politicians who are all lawyers. They all go to the same schools. They all know the same people. They're all sponsored by the same people. It's like, it, to me, that they don't seem like very different. And if you do have somebody who comes in who's different, like they seem to run them out pretty quickly. But again, that's just my personal opinion. What, what did everybody say too before the election of 2016? Though, even when, what if somebody that's not a politician gets in? People talked about how they were going to get demagogued, they were going to get ridiculed because they aren't a politician. They're not for their party or whatever. Regardless of who the guy was, because he's a belligerent a hole sometimes and the way he tweets and stuff. That's why I didn't like his personality. That's why I didn't yeah. for him. So it's like people said that this person that's not a politician was going to get ridiculed and shit anyway. And the more we see it, the more it's like, well, is that why? Are they really that angry? Because the D and the R is all hang out at the same freaking parties. I mean, yeah. do you agree on that? I mean, a lot of people talk about that, that they're all part of the same padded their pockets. They're coming it's, out millionaires. It seems that way, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in those inner circles, so I have no idea. The guy's but... got so much fucking money that he might not necessarily have to hang out with him, even though he might. I don't know. I don't I, fucking I, know the guy. I highly doubt that, because I'll bet you most of the people there don't care for him yeah, at all. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think yeah. he hangs out. Yeah. He's yeah. got to be the loneliest dude in the world, man. But, but I have heard that he, he doesn't take a salary. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... And, yeah, but the, the you know but the taxpayers have paid 140 million for his golf trip, so I, that's a drop. 400 grand a year is a drop in the bucket. Exactly. I mean, yeah. so when you look at everything, it's like, does it really matter? Because anywhere right. he goes, he has it to was have, a gesture. Yeah, I, I get yeah, it. which which is fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I mean, like I think like Ron Paul had the same kind of stuff when he retired. Like he wasn't going to take the retirement because yeah. he's like, no, oh, really? like I've, I've had like a practice. I've I've done work. I, I don't he need was a physician, that. wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. I think it was an OBGYN, I believe. That's right. But uh, it's just like I mean, I, I like the, <laughs> I like those kind of gestures. I like yeah. those, those are those are good because like. It, it tells me that they're they're kind of there for the right reasons, like that 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 makes me like feel like okay that's kind of cool. But maybe is that a gesture the the pandering? Uh, to I mean, the, but who knows? The maybe or... it is just like a blurb for the media. Like hey, look look at what I did. I'm amazing. Well, how much do we see people in politics do pandering? Oh, that's they do that all the time. Thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. What it is? They're the best yeah. actors. The they're the best actors and actresses out there. You know, they're terrible yeah, at it, sure. but you know that's yeah. the job they're shooting for. It yeah. works though. Yeah, it's there's a there's that meme on Facebook. It shows, it has like Trump. He's getting out of like a helicopter, you know, and his hair is all windswept, and he's got this serious look on his face, like he's down to business. And it's like this man was worked tirelessly for no salary for the American people for four years. And I'm like, yeah. like if you don't understand, like that, that is like a that's just something like he did that. So the only reason he did that, not take that salary, is so you would make memes like this, right? And share them. <laughs> yeah. Like so, like. Basically, he's buying your advertising here with that money that, after it gets taxed, is basically 100%. meaningless to him. You know, that's a good that's a good way to put that. It's like a marketing expense. Yeah, basically. yeah. He's, he's just chalking it up to like that's advertising. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, let's be that's honest. Like most things that politicians do, it's about getting reelected. Sure, that's it's what it boils it's, down. That's to. their number one priority. That, that is because that's what pads their pocket. That's that's how they make their living, right? Because yep. that's what they do. Like, but 
Now, if we, if we go if we go way back here when I was like you know, getting started here, it's like I've literally got friends that think that if Trump gets reelected, that you know it's like everyone's gonna like lose their minds and oh my god, like. But again, like going back to my other friend who said that if if he doesn't get reelected, which he believes there's no possible way it's gonna happen because. He's like the the end of the democracy and he's ruining the world and all these kind of things. He said that if he doesn't get reelected, then like all of his like militia people are going to rise up from the south and surround the White House and be like, we're not going to let the new inauguration happen. We're not going to let Biden and that come he won't in. leave. And, and he's going to be a dictator else. now. Yeah. And there's going to be bloodshed in the streets. The and guys like, in Switzerland say that. How the hell? Like, what are they watching to get this kind yeah, of? Yeah, but I mean, but, but me this that. is the kind of stuff like that I hear people talking about. Like, guys, like yeah. it's going to be okay. I mean, he has tossed out some dog whistles before. Like he has said some, like made comments about like. His base having the guns, which is objectively true, like sixty percent of the guns, of course, are owned by his supporters. Now, right? is like, this tweeter stuff, so, or is this just stuff he said while doing a press conference or something? No, it's like stuff he said, like when he just in passing when he talks, okay, like when okay. he talks about like how like the you know like the bikers are on my side and like yeah. the to the hey, the tough people are. I mean, and so th- to me, those are like tacit threats of some kind. Like it's it's like. Um, Yes, but they're also very true statements because it's, it's not untrue. But it's I, very historically true. But for the context of, of the of the purpose of what he's trying to communicate, it's like what? Why would why would you say that? Like, because, what's the point of saying? In that? my like, opinion, I listened to Joe Rogan talk about this. I don't remember who he was talking to about it, but he said that he thinks that Trump, the Trumpster, whatever he called him, or whatever, is the ultimate troll. That even when he says those things, we think it's like a in passing, like yeah, okay, he just nobody nobody's really paying attention. It was he's throwing out those little meatballs out there for people yeah. to come scoop them up because it's right. oh look what he said <laughs> i'll you say know, this if comes. i could somehow if science could ever somehow prove that he has just been trolling the whole time then he deserves to be on mount rushmore <laughs> like, if he's literally doing this yeah. if, if round he's of applause this smart to be doing this yeah. and to be puppeting an entire country and 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 yeah. hence the world but that's the but it i think almost echo like what ben said like um you read stuff sometimes and just like how can you like think that was a good idea to to say something like that. Like right. like you sometimes like he'll, he'll just get layups. Like like when he could, was asked to speak on George Floyd at the very beginning. Oh yeah. You know the big he had the easiest layup he could have ever taken in his life. You know, and he started off good for about thirty seconds, and then he started getting into the <laughs> like another already. campaign speech. And it's yeah. like you had an easy layup here just to at way at worst the media could have said just dunk it. Trump delivers respectful Floyd. Yeah. speech that's right. it and leave it at that he couldn't he couldn't even take the layup think about how much of a like banner on his wall that would have been if he would have gotten that that's headline what I'm saying. He, yeah for sure he could have for that guy so, especially like it was so and then he like and then he and then he takes the <laughs> he takes the the military to the to the church with him and stands out there with a b- upside right. down bible <laughs> it's like dude like it's you're give, like that's what i'm that's troll shit that that is top level but like that's, that's why they said he's trolling. really smart but he's, talking about no one's like, that smart. That's like, what he said. No, yeah, nobody's yeah. that smart. Nobody. He would have that, to be an alien to be trolling yeah. like that. But it's <laughs> that's, so, that's how perfect. That, that that there's a good conspiracy theory. That perfect. He's actually AI. Yeah. That's a good oh, conspiracy yeah. theory. Now, now, yeah. now he's gonna be like a reptile person. Group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Reptilians. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe that was the discussion. He yeah. has to be an alien to be that smart. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. When you you're talking about layups, remember that there was a at a press conference with all the division that was going on and all the and all the the anger and everything, the tension that has now eased somewhat since then but the, the reporter asked him like what would you say to people who are who are hurting or in this country who are whatever and he attacked her she literally gave him the opportunity yeah. she painted it to him on a silver platter for him to like offer some kind of like because really the president is like chief marketing officer for the government 
right? Ideally, yes. Ideally, that's they're basically they're they're the face of the government. Like they're actually not necessarily with the nuts and bolts of shit. They're more so just the 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 talking the, the, the talking heads of the yeah, face. The puppet, so he yeah, had the perfect opportunity to like say something like unifying or you know just some some normal like politician speak that would have made everybody feel a little bit better. You know, it was a little bit of a placebo or whatever. Or a they seemed to fail. And on he that just platform. like jumped her <laughs> shit. He just like jumped her shit for being a nasty, terrible reporter yeah. and everything. She was literally doing him a favor. People are doing fine. Like like people are great. Like everyone's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. don't know, but like I, that's the thing. It's it's tough to like you know, I guess debate. I think we you know debating the election. I think it's it's hard because like you can't like there's nothing defensible really about Trump. Like there's nothing he does that he there's nothing he excels at. If, at best, he can, and we, you would, I guess you would never know if he could actually be, if he would have been a good president 50 years ago or 100 years ago. There's mm-hmm. no way to know. Um, I, I don't but, think, I don't but think I he do, would have been in a climate I, that would have gotten him elected, but I do, <laughs> But I do believe this, though. I do believe that um, as unfortunate maybe as the, as the selection is again, like I do think that the, that the outcome is going to have uh, – consequences that that could be a little longer lasting which is kind of where i'm right now i almost want regardless of who wins i'm just kind of hoping for a landslide because like i think if there's if it's anything close here's the here's the thing is it if it's close if we're just being real if it's close i think think there are there are protocols for recounts and stuff like that for due process that's going to be tough to get through that due process because i feel like Trump's going to be accused of what he would have was preemptively accusing Hillary of, which was, you know, not giving up the election, not obeying the election results. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I believe there'll be a proper recount that'll be necessary, but it will be absolute chaos to get it done. And there's going to be lost ballots and there's going to be this, there's going to be a breaking story every 18 hours about, you know, and it's just, that's just going to, every time it's just going to get people angrier and angrier. Everyone's. The left's gonna think they're getting fucked. The yeah. right's gonna think they're getting fucked. Everyone's gonna think that there that there's people are out to steal their vote. Yeah, and we and already know Florida. When you've can't got two. Count, when you've so. got two groups that think that the other person is trying to get them, fuck them over. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be headbutts. It's. <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not calling. I'm not saying there's gonna be blood in the streets. I think that at the at the end of the day, I think everyone has enough value for hopefully human life. Oh, Otherwise, no, so there's a lot of people around here that don't don't have a lot to lose anymore and that's a problem when you have a country mm-hmm. full of people with not a lot to lose were you the one that talked mm-hmm. about the have nots yeah yeah that was what you said it's just yeah and that's the thing it's like and it's yeah. when i talk about not having something to lose it's like when you if you lose your job if yeah. you've lost your savings if you've lost if you know if you've fallen into drug or alcohol addiction if you there's just a lot of people that don't have a lot to to hang their hats on no family no house you know, no and i'm not trying to say else, that you have yeah. to have certain things to have a productive life i'm just saying that Whatever you've accumulated in life previous to the last year or so, mm-hmm. more often than not, it's been you've been you've been dealt with a situation where you've had to do a, a serious course correction in your life, and it, at times you're probably powerless. And, and not to mention it was at no and then, fault. And then of you their get own. a lot of young people yeah. now, like you know my sons, who's just getting ready to start college tomorrow, and then you know people that have been in school for a couple of years who've never had a chance to get out there and make something of themselves and and finish their degree or finish their trade or whatever and now the economy and everything's just spinning in the mud and they're directionless they got nothing you know 
they're not anticipating the future right now. They're stuck yeah. in the present. And then mm-hmm. that's why you get people doing crazy shit. Trying to solve problems so, now. I just, you know, I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't think there's, I really don't see there being like a militia type thing. I mean, well, I personally, I don't either, but I mean, but I know several different people who've said that on both sides, both liberal and conservative who, who think that they'll, they'll be militias you, yeah, forming. I'm just, like, Oh my God, people. That's stop. A, if, if the, yeah. I mean, cause it's, if the, as soon as the government fires one live round, then we got, we got a problem. Well, let's, let's, let's be real honest. It's like people talk about there being like this, this big time of revolution and civil war and all these kind of things. Like guys, like first of all, we need to realize like we're all American. We're all the same. We need to like get along. But it's like more importantly than that. It's like, if you think like you're Joe Bob from the South and you're going to like rise up against the government, it's like, they know how to deal with that. They've been in a war for damn near two decades. They're really (laughs) good at handling dumbasses. Look at this though. Look at, I mean, Look at the the Portland has pretty much surrendered. They've surrendered surrendered their city right now. Yeah, but I, mean, I, th- I think that's cowardice from the leaders. But I'm saying though, if if, if that's one example where uh, people can say, hey, if we get enough people together, we can fucking start burning. We can start burning down police stations and courthouses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that could be dangerous if they see that it's working in one city. You know, there are obviously some cities you're not going to get away with that in. Yeah, go to go know. to Texas and try uh, that. Yeah, see how that so works it's going to be you. very selective. But I think that you're going to see. You could see. Portland start to spread up along the coast and stuff like that in several regions um, to the point where it's just where law enforcement's just like, nope, no, you guys have this. You can have it. Yeah. And that's well, the, fail, never the, failed leadership, like the failed leadership's not helping anything ever because they're terrible all around the country. We've seen that. You know, yeah. Every, big cities, wherever else. It's like the fact when people talk about all the time that you have to vote out your local elections, your officials, get these people the hell out of there so that they don't become these giant celebrities or whatever else or like you got to get them out of there but if the people aren't voting them out of there so again with that whole trying to have conversations with people and starting small communities and whatever and like how are we gonna if the people aren't gonna open up their minds and be more open to talking and change and whatever else and how the hell are we gonna get these bad leaders out of there most people don't pay enough attention yeah to local politics to know like is the truth and most people simply pay attention to national politics especially when it comes to the, presiden- the presidential yeah. stuff because it's a freaking tv it's show. reality and reality everybody TV. and that's part of the reason why i think everybody gives way too much credit and way too much blame to the president all around when they say oh obama was the worst president in history or oh trump's worst pre-. no offense max no no it's all right Let it <laughs> but up. like i i think like i <laughs> i mean objectively i don't know that we could actually know that of course we can you know what i mean so um but I think that uh, it's a lot of hyperbole, and it, it has become uh, a team thing, literally. Like, it's become, like, an ego thing. Like, I'm on it's this. So it's tribalism. We talked it's about the tribalism. Very, very tribalism. Yeah. It's very, very tribal, and, yeah. it's, and it's unfortunate because what happens is there's this cognitive dissonance that happens. So even when you objectively criticize one, you know, person, like, I, I know one time I talked about what a sleaze bag. I was talking to a Trump supporter. I talked about how sleazy Trump is, like, with women and stuff. He's like, well, Clinton's a rapist. And I said, sure he is. And like, I, their mind almost exploded because I agreed with them. And it was yeah. about a Democrat. And I'm like, yeah, no, he's a freaking creep. He's gross. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, they're both gross. Like, yeah. you know, and it's like, is that not possible? Can we not like start from a, a like uh, an objective center and then determine like things yeah. factually? A- every debate like, just what about what about now? It's like yeah, every time anybody 100%. brings up anything about Trump, oh, well, what about Obama? This and that's yeah, and that's the thing too is like once if Trump gets you know defeated, whether it be this term or the ne- whatever the next time the Democrats win the next presidential election, 
all you're going to do is hear about every time a Democratic pres- that president does something, you know, that we, you know, the, the conservatives would, would deem incorrect, then they'll just say, well, what about Trump doing this? Right. Just like, you know, all we say right now is, well, what about Obama? And then it, it's just, yeah. you know, or what about Clinton? Yeah. And then, and, and then it, it's like, you like, can have both. Like everything has to be right. a zero sum game to people. Yeah. Right. It's like both things can be true. Right. Like, yeah. And <laughs> right. And, and, and like yeah, I love how that shut that guy up because it's like, what are you, what are you supposed to? What did what did he hope to accomplish by letting you know that yeah. Clinton was all? Were you supposed to be like, oh, I guess I do support rapists. Yeah. Well, you know what? You go ahead and support <laughs> yours too. Yeah. yeah. You know, or he's like, or he's now like, we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, because Clinton did that, maybe Trump's not a rapist. Yeah. Like, what the f- like, how does that or have anything to do with anything? they could both be rapists and we're it's, just all I, I don't the same think boat. Right. But it's nothing <laughs> right. about that, though. I think they're just looking for a one-line zinger mm-hmm. because they can't, like, intellectually support right. their own argument. Right. And and they may not know, like, the history of accusations or they may not know enough to have that discussion. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a, it's very common, like the, uh, um, God, why am I blanking on the um, logical fallacies? Um, you know, like you said, whataboutism. That's, like, my favorite new... Word because it's like a Twitter word. Yeah, (laughs) you're still on there. It's so prevalent, dude. It's so prevalent. It's crazy. And then just and just straw man arguments and and I mean that's a complete straw man argument. I mean, well, what about uh, you know, uh, what about Clinton? Well, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about. Yeah. You want to have a separate conversation? Should we put a bookmark in the Trump conversation? Talk about Clinton's rape accusations. And and what do you mean about a straw man argument? Basically, taking somebody's argument purposefully misrepresenting. I guess that wouldn't technically be a straw man. That would be. I'm having a brain, no, you, you're brain talking. fart on my mind. I, I think you're, you're, you're right. I mean, a straw man, yeah, it's basically like if you want to argue – okay, remember when you argued when we were talking about Black Lives Matter in last last podcast and we, you, you were trying to say what's wrong with all lives matter? In my mind, all lives matter is a giant straw man argument because Agreed. it what it does is it miss it, – it tries to take the Black Lives Matter argument and steer it into a separate argument. So you're no longer having the same debate. Yeah. Okay. It's like, well, wait, we're talking – you know, so it's like you can't – we can't talk about Black Lives Matter – if you want to talk about all lives matter, like that's a separate – that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. So you're trying to like tell me I'm wrong here about saying black lives matter, but you're, you're using a different – a conversation I'm not trying to have. Right. The discussion that's not trying to be made exactly. here. Exactly. Gotcha. Purposefully misrepresenting somebody's position and then arguing the thing that you just created. Right. So like when – yeah. So that's exactly – that's a perfect example why I say black lives matter and somebody says, well, oh, so you don't think all lives matter? That's first of all – never said that. That's a total misrepresentation of what I what my perspective is. So that's that's what the straw man thing is. So um, and that and I that is constant. And I have that I've I've literally and I, I mentioned my dad earlier. We've had this debate, and and, and what I started doing is because like I I know his like playbook now with logical fallacies because he's full of them, and so are a lot of people. Like in debate, <laughs> or, I'll just be like, "That's a straw man argument. That's not what I said." Or like he'll have a counterpoint, and I'll be like, "That's a logical fact." Like that's uh I can't remember what it's called when somebody like way over exaggerates. You know, like what something will be. Oh, that's a slippery slope argument. Like, and and I've just started calling out instead of talking about the content because we're trying to stay on one topic. Okay. And then there's that like constant like misrepresenting my argument or or moving the goalpost, right? Or how often that. does he appeal to experience? All the time, quite a bit. Yeah, all the, time. Huge <laughs> all the time. Logical fallacy. All the time. Arguing with dad. Anecdotal anecdotal evidence <laughs> does not equate to to broad sweeping truth, right? So yeah, yeah, it's 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 frustrating because, and that's and I don't know if this is. I don't know. A good time. Like, like my my whole thing about opinions and why you I've, can segue right into that. If, that's if I, 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 I looked at the hosts, yeah, to see, he, like, well, but I, like before we get into that, let's 
let, let's stay on the election for just a second here. Yeah, because Ben, you said, a little bit, a little bit ago, you said you think that Trump will get reelected. Oh yeah, I, I think, think so. it's going to be very close. What makes you think that he's going to get reelected? Like for sure, because his base right now. First of all, the country is gerrymandered in a fashion where the Democrats can lose the popular vote. Or I'm sorry, win the popular vote and still lose the election. So that already puts him one step ahead in the race, right? So um, furthermore, his base is so ravenous right now that I, and I, I think that the other side is pretty ravenous too, but the problem is historically young people don't freaking show up and young people are the ones who sway the elections. Like they showed up um, for Obama's second term big time, which was like record turnouts for young people. And then it nosedived in 2016, which you would think the stakes are pretty high in 2016, given the perspective of a lot of liberals on Trump at that time. Right. So I'm not feeling very hopeful that they're going to show up. Yeah. But I don't think that Hillary was the kind of, um, they didn't excite him. They wanted to get behind. They didn't excite him like Obama did. Obama, for policies aside, the dude is a phenomenal speaker. Yes, and, and he, he said had, hope and change. And he and had that he had he too, yeah. had a great message. Yeah. and he had and he's charismatic and he's a handsome dude and he's got all that stuff going for him. And he really got them excited. Um, Biden is not going to get them excited. No, like I mean, if the guy they, can't remember that's his own why damn name. at the beginning of this, I'm like, would they just please fucking nominate Beto or like one of these other guys who can actually get people to show the hell up? Like the policies are going to be made by the legislature anyway, which exactly. doesn't have anything to do. Now, executive orders do count for something. They shouldn't. But and they're unconstitutional. They shouldn't. And they I know. should all be taken I'm off with the you. board. I'm with you, but they happen. It's a reality I know. right now. I know. So but they're easy to overturn, if they which just is why found, like, the, the, the system true. itself is good. They get sued quick, yes. quickly, and then it stops. Yes, right? exactly. Right, yeah. Like the travel bans and stuff. Right. Instituted, ripped down. Yeah. How, then, yeah. How's this for a counter-argument that I just thought of in the last 10 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> why I think Biden might win. Okay, let's do it. Let's hear it. I can't see a blue state that you know that voted a Hillary state. I can't see any any Hillary state in the country flipping for Trump this time. There's I just no way. I just given the trajectory of 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 the country, it does. I I can't see it. Are you, do you mean like traditionally? No, I'm blue saying anything. Or purple states. I'm saying any any take all the states Hillary won yeah. in the last election. I don't see I don't see them the Democrats giving up any back of those. Okay, I'll give you that. Any sure. of those Trump. Now I could see. Wisconsin, I mean, what are they talking about? Hillary should have gone to Wisconsin. Right, could've yeah, gone, yeah. I could see Wisconsin Ohio. and Ohio going for Biden, and that's the election right there. I read the local paper. If Ohio paper, or yeah. Wisconsin, one of those two goes to Biden, yeah. all other things being equal, everybody else taking their same states that they won the last time, yeah. I feel I think that I think that two of these Midwest states could swing blue. Even I'd only take one of them to swing blue. I think that could be enough. But, I, I read yeah. the local paper every that. single day when they put it up online now, the Trading Post, and – it's either the same thirty old people or whatever they're saying it, but nobody likes Trump. If you read all the polls and everything really? else, the majority is that guy is evil. He's ruining our country. I hate him. Get him is out. Is that of a Medina here. publication? Yeah, you know, I got Southern a, Medina. Post. Yeah, I got to say with Jake. So, wow, yeah. I'm in I'm in some Wadsworth community pages. You know, yeah. and just reading the stuff that's in there. Every it, it, very traditionally, and, and you never very know. conservative. Maybe it just all depends yeah. on who's more yeah, outspoken. More but it's all. It's all Trump hate, which he's is evil. Surprising. He's but, racist. He's tearing this country apart. He's. I'm like. I don't see 
problem is though, like, but I, and I think like Ben was talking mentioned earlier about everyone having a platform. Yeah, everybody's mad about something right now. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to get on there and post a meme, and then a couple thumbs ups and laughs gets yeah. you makes you know gets you back up right. thinking like, hey, at least there's some people out there that feel how way I do. You know, give a little pat the, on the back. The thing yeah. about that paper too is also when you write in your own comments and these people that are posting their pictures and everything like that every single day when this pops up, there's also a contest to win a hundred bucks if you the weekly whatever or the daily whoever gets picked. So oh, these really? people might just be doing it constantly just to try to get their just $100. Just to try to get their $100. I don't know. But <laughs> the comments that are said, like my uncle will send me an email all the time, like, you really need to stop saying that kind of comment because you're just poking those bears or whatever, something like that. And I'm like, I don't care. That's like, Look what I'm wearing. I mean, that's what I yeah. do. Like, you know, it's like, I don't, the majority though, it's like Trump's evil. Get him the hell out of there. It's it's so bad. I don't it's, know, man. This Dri- is Medina County area. Driving so, down I mean, here though. I mean, there were probably twenty Trump signs to every Biden sign. Did anyone I saw. Drive, there's a house on? There's a house on. I think it's fifty seven. I think or no, it's five eighty five. It it's like set back like half out the whole. Oh, yeah, have oh, you yeah. seen the whole saw, driveway I saw that. going up there? As yeah. I pass it, I'm like, oh, the whole of Trump. Yeah, but that's <laughs> like <laughs> all Trump signs, <laughs> signs going up the driveway. Everywhere. But that's also only one household on like five acres. Sure. Yeah, Whereas sure. if, if you drive around town here, you can see more. Almost you'll only see Biden signs. Yeah. I did see more, but I actually when I started getting into the more populated <laughs> yeah. area mm-hmm. here, I saw more Biden signs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah. I I really believe that if. I mean, like, because Biden's non-threatening, and that's that's a good thing about Biden's because he's like I mean, about his milk toast. That guy head. can't fucking remember his name. I mean, like, right. he is not threatening at and all. He eats but, people and other. But I, I think he shot himself in the foot a little bit with Kamala Harris because she's pretty radical, and I think that she'll scare a lot of people who might have been on the fence. Like, well, I don't know. I mean, Andrew's over here shaking his head. Yeah, but, I don't agree with that either. I mean, it's it's that, that's fine, but it's like that, that's just how I see it. Whereas I see it like if you just you get somebody who's non-threatening, no big deal. I think they'd have been elected in a landslide. I think she's she's the regardless of how you feel about her politics, she's the personality that that ticket needs to excite I mean, the base. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you couldn't have put you. I mean, if you would have tried to put like. Klub, I don't know, like or a Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, or whatever. Like, I mean, that would have been the yeah. That would have just been. I mean, you couldn't do. You, I don't know if you could do that. I'm talking about like the most like vanilla milkshake ticket ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I think people honestly, you could see people voting assuming that Kamala is going to take over that office, and I think that's a good assumption because yeah. and that's the thing with Biden is it's so hard to tell what's real. I see a picture of Biden and he looks half dead, but I'm yeah. I, first thing I think to myself was, has this been doctored? You know, I mean, it's. You know, he looks mm-hmm. dead here. Like, I mean, why? And it, but it's like other times I, I see him speak at the convention. It's like, okay, that sounded like the vice president. So it's like, did they give him a shot of adrenaline? What is, what is real? Else? But then, but then, but then he's never. He's like, they won't yeah. let him talk to reporters afterwards. Yeah. So it's like, is it a, is it a hologram? Like, what is real going yeah, on with? Yeah, him? but also if you put him in that office with all that stress and being as old as he is, and there's obviously yeah, how many some sort of we like some husband? sort of decline in his health. There's something going on. You, and that's here's what the, the thing is, for. if we know that, you've got to know that the Demo- the, 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 the Democratic, con- the DCC or whatever, they have to see that as well. That but like, I don't think they care. I think they hate Trump so much. Yeah, but. They're not looking at it. They don't well, care. Well, no, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is they could have, I mean, obviously the, the, the I think all the primaries were steer, steered towards Biden and Warren, you know, to, towards the, or, and, 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 well, not Bernie. But, you know, like they obviously the media had their favorites and they had and, you know, there were people that just people like Yang and people like Gabbard, people right. that just were never, never going to have a chance. They were oh, never going to get the, they were never going to get the questions. They just they were not taken seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, even Beto was taken seriously a little bit at first. And then, you know, they the, once he I, you know, it's kind of like once they figure once the candidates start to figure out like, OK, like if the media is not behind me at this point. 
if I don't have a million Twitter followers by now, it's just a popularity happening. contest. Right. So it's like Biden almost found himself like he he was the guy that they were going to put in there, and I feel like it just doesn't seem like it, it just doesn't seem like a, a move that could have been made r- rationally. Like, so what do you what do you guys think about how much? So like unless talk- they feel the only chance to beat him is you know to get that older Democratic vote, you know, to really like to really like go off and and milk that vice presidential experience in his name because yeah. yeah. he's got a they recognizable needed, they needed name. Both. That's why they picked him, and that's why they picked. Harris. Yeah. They needed to excite the base to your, like, you know, like we talked about, like Obama being way more exciting. You know, like, that's what the Harris is. I don't see her being as, uh, I don't know, extreme as you may think she is. No, it, that's, that's fine. But it's just, that's just my personal but opinion. Yeah, fair when, enough. Fair when enough. she's talking about, like, doing executive orders for firearm stuff and then, like, putting kids in, and parents in prison for, like, Kids aren't going to school and shit. Like that seems pretty radical. She's me. not radical. She's very authoritarian for a Democrat. She's not like, I mean, that's it, the thing. Her her record doesn't match up really with the like. I think like if obviously with if, her if, policy if, positions. Yeah, if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a defund the police person, I'm gonna have to overlook a lot about Kamala Harris to get behind her because mm. I mean that, that that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the just amount of. Weed smokers, weed smokers. She locked yeah. up. Yep. Yeah, but and on the on the radical side, there's a lot of people talking about how radically she will do whatever to stay in power and get that election, like we talked about earlier with the other people that she will flip flop. But that's any which that's way. any politician. That's they not fair. Well, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, I'm. But I mean, same when she says, "Look at my record" and other things, and talks about the history and whatnot of what people. Have, I mean, all these journalists and the podcast we listen to, or whatever, and the things, and listen to people talk about how she'll go back and forth, and she's not even in the position of power where. She's a president or vice president or whatever else where she's really going to do anything to flip-flop to what she needs to to stay in power. I mean, that's what she, I hear that talk about she, all the time. She's going to be in the unique situation of where at the same time she's going to be one, she's going to be beyond criticism because of – she's a person of color and a woman. So trying to – a lot of criticism towards her will be um, just – Valid criticism will be tossed aside because they'll say it's in the somebody will say it's in the name of color or or gender, and even though that could be true, plenty of times I believe she's going to be beyond. But at the same time, I also believe she's going to be consistently criticized for those specific reasons. So oh yeah, because right yeah yeah so she's not holding she's you're going to have people that don't like her specifically because she's a woman and a person of color, and they're not going to give her they don't you know not going to want to give her matter what she does yeah it doesn't matter what she says it's going to be wrong because of that. But and at the same time, valid criticism is going to be dismissed because of that. Okay. So it's that. going to be a weird situation there. That's so, why another reason why she's a good person on that ticket because she's um, she's almost like what if you look at what Biden was to the Obama ticket. Oh, Biden was like that secure old white face that's been in government forever that could yeah. s- make and that and older and Democratic voter feel comfortable But also with non-threatening. Everybody yeah. kind of likes yeah. him. It's yeah. Uncle Joe. It's exactly. Yeah, right. right. But see, when you say Uncle that, Joe. that makes me think about you talking about memes earlier. It's this year, how many people aren't going to vote because I think of the meme of Jim Carrey of Nature Calls with the two spears in his legs where he's oh, going, yeah. ah, Trump face, ah, Biden face. Like, you can't decide. Like, old white guy, old white guy. And he's screaming at both looking back. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like, know about that. Cause like, if, how many back, people do you think are going to not vote this I don't, year because they're pissed off? I don't think this. there's going to be a lot of that. Because going back no. to Andrew's point, I think anybody who voted for Hillary is going to vote for Biden, period, end of story. But mostly because they probably hate Trump. 
because of the news they listen to or watch or whatever, and also because he's just he doesn't seem very presidential. He doesn't well, he hasn't done anything that would make a an original Democrat four years ago be like, well, I guess I'm a. I mean, you do hear some stories like if you listen to the Tim, Tim Pool podcast yeah. talking about people that his it, friends that are flopping, and it's not because of Trump; yeah. it's because of how far the left has gone. They don't they, like the they progressiveness. Don't, of yeah, the so left. It's but not, it's, not it's not like not Trump. Liberal. Had, it wasn't like something that Trump did that that said, "Well, I can get behind that." Yeah. We it have was a, more like, "I'm leaving this." But but also, but but typically in an election, like what wins the election are the swing voters, is the people who kind of go back and forth. The people who are in the mm-hmm. middle, and it's like yeah. that's who you're trying to win over. And I just I I don't see like Biden winning enough of that over to like to make people who voted for Trump to not vote for Trump. Right. You know, but I I, I don't know. I I guess I just, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I just I think it's going to be super close. And I think that everybody's going to cry foul. And, oh my God, this is uh, with, with Trump's ego. There's no way he's going to say, "Yep, you know what? I just lost. No big deal." Not oh, gonna, and that's if for he sure. does. That's there's for no damn way. Sure, it's not going to happen. He's but, already he's already said that if he loses, it's rigged. Yeah, but I also don't see he's like, a sore loser. If we all didn't oh, know that, that's for yeah. damn sure. I, I don't see the the Democrats going like, "Oh, that was completely fair. He won fair and square. No big deal. We lost. No problem." I don't see that happening either. It may not be Biden, but it, it's it's. I don't going, know because I mean Gore, like even. As hotly contested as the two, I mean, I know we're in a different world now. I get that it was twenty years ago, <laughs> but like, let's let's be clear. I'm, I totally under, I understand world. that. <laughs> but like, decades. like when the whole hanging Chad thing and all that shit going on in Florida, like <clears throat> they did the you know recounts and like he could have gone pursued that because there was some stuff around all of that that stunk. But he just his perspective for the good of the country. He said, you know what, I'll just concede, and he just walked away. And he could have probably raised some hell. And it could have given him a glimmer of hope to, to actually But that win. seems like the best thing to do for the country. It's just to say, you know what? You guys got it. No, I'm hey, out. We, we put up a good fight. We were really close. We yep. almost had it. I love, Kudo, I love kudos, you guys. See you later. Deuces, I'm out. Yeah. But yeah. that's that's what that's wishful thinking, I think. Of like, course. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, especially in today's like social media oh, yeah. world. Yeah. 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 Well, you said about Tim Pool when, when he says his friends or whatever have flopped from – they. They don't like to associate themselves with the left anymore. They are a liberal person. Like you, you self-proclaimed yourself a flaming liberal before, but you sit down, you have these talks or whatever, sure. and like you're not a, you're not screaming and Maybe yelling I'm not that at flaming. Us. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so, that's what you said the last time. That's all. I'm just yeah, just, yeah. No, those were your words. words. Your know, words. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, you're right. He's, changed, mind, he's changed a lot. Jeff. I know. We're I'm allowed to do that. Shit. We're allowed to do that. Right. <laughs> Remember we talked about it with Facebook. That's how it yeah. works. We've yeah, yeah. argued with each other or stuff. But yeah, like people, people associate. Oh. No way in hell. That's like conservative friends of mine or family members. Like, no way. That's too fucking liberal. And like, eh, really, it's not super progressive, maybe, or the, the certain things that they see. And they're like, you're not screaming at us right now. You're not yelling at somebody else or you're not getting no. in someone's face and trying to cancel I'm shit or cancel whatever. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, as a self-proclaimed flaming liberal, you're pretty fucking calm and having an adult talk and whatever. And like, as we all should. Be. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's that's like. But, but hearing, p- but I've seen this also on these daily posts. That I was talking about the paper where I have seen people say the Democratic Party is too left for me now, and there, like, there are comments like that. Not as many as the ones that hate Trump, but those words are in there. It's people writing sure. their own words and stuff, well, and so you see that, and it's like, how far left is is too left for people that are just like, yeah, fuck this, I, I'm jumping shit. I've seen the same thing on the right, yeah. where they're like. Who the like? When the hell did my Republican Party? I don't know. I'm, I'm, Are we all getting I'm more like, middle? Is that what's going on? Verbally quoting those people, but like they're yeah. like, what, when the hell did a guy like this be, come to represent my Republican Party? Like yeah. I've heard a lot of Republicans say the same thing. I think, I I think the notion that the Democratic Party has like swung too far left is a little bit of a straw man. I think. Like I don't, 
I think that there are a lot of strong policy positions. Part of the problem is, and this is why I think this election is very consequential, is because from an economic perspective, there has been such a, a growing disparity and gap from the 70s, basically late 70s on. Like CEO pay has skyrocketed. Like a lot of the regulations and a lot of the parameters that helped make a thriving, strong middle class and help reduce poverty, those are going to have been getting systematically picked off and chipped away at for a long time. And that's why that's why I think that when people say things like a $15 minimum wage, everybody's like, whoa, look at these lefty weirdos. But the thing is, if the minimum wage had actually kept pace with inflation and stuff like that, it would be like 21 bucks an hour right now. Mm-hmm. So the reality is it, those thing, those positions may sound extreme because it's like eight bucks right now or seven bucks or whatever it is. But in reality, if you look at it in that context, it's not that extreme. If you think about it that way. So, so I'm, and I'm not here to debate the minimum wage, but I'm just using that as an example of why I think sometimes people go, oh, that's way too far. Because, well, yeah, you're about to double. I mean, that's like, sounds like double, but if you look at it in the greater context, it's not that extreme. Anyway. I mean, yeah, yes and no, especially on that argument. Like, like again, we don't need to get into it. When you talk sure. To, when you talk Separate to, podcast. Well, yeah. like, when, you, when you talk to a lot of business owners, they're like, yeah, but everyone's screaming they want lower and lower prices. And I, I can't. If if I pay them more money, I've got to either raise my prices or cut back labor and do all those kind of things. Sure, That's sure. Just, like, yeah, I, but but if but if the average worker's wages had kept up with inflation, they would be able to buy more shit at other stores. Exactly, and that so, sort of so thing. It, so it, so it it's like a cyclical, of course, it's like a cyclical downward but, but spiral. It, but, it, but it's like anything else. Like, but then prices go up, and who pays for prices? Like, it's almost always like the middle class, and it's like yeah, but they wouldn't necessarily just, have to go up that much because the thing, is, part of the reason, why, like I said, profits and CEO wages have been. At, like consistently record, 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 record. Like they, they're racking up way further. That's part of the reason why. Because whoever has the gold makes the rules, right? Exactly. Those are the people who are suppressing worker wages. So we're regular working stiffs like you and me have less and less buying power in that. So then when people make the argument, oh, well, if you raise wages, then you have to raise prices on things. Or that CEO whose pay you know, 20 years ago would have been 400% less or whatever. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like maybe that guy doesn't need a fifth yacht. Like – that's the thing, and I'm not demonizing rich people because I'm fine with that. I'm totally a capitalist, and I have every intention of getting filthy rich. But myself, <laughs> so trust me, that's where you're hustling for. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, that's what. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like money. What can I say? But I, I like for everybody to have opportunities, and I the the this tr- we have had an environment of trickle down, when in reality trickle up is what actually works and keeps a vibrant economy because if they can spend more money at your store. Your company does better. Anyway, it's 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 a valid argument. Yeah, so, but it's like, I mean, but going back to what you said about the like the right being too right, the left being too left, you say you don't see that so much. More of like a straw man argument. I think the people on yeah. the fringes have always been there. They're just a lot louder now. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's I think is happening. That's the platform, you know? like you're talking, and about. that's what and that's why when people say the left is too left and the or the right's too right, I think they're focusing on like you said, the fringe. The yeah. fringe. Yeah, exactly. But I also, totally I think agree. a lot of that's because like it makes it makes good headlines for the mainstream media. Because like yeah, I, I really believe, it's entertainment. Well, I, I really believe like they're they're becoming irrelevant. I mean, like a lot more people are like st- steering away from that and going more to podcasts or listening to other Radio, forms of media, yeah. and, like yep. coming up with their own kind of opinion instead of just you know watching whoever's like the talking head on whatever show and like oh I'm just gonna believe what they said like hook line and sinker. It's like yeah, no, I don't think so. But it's like but also like some people who have this this voice from social media 
I don't necessarily think that they should have that voice <laughs> just because they have yeah. social media. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like what, what makes you worth listening to? I, exactly. I don't know. I mean, it's like you, you, you're entitled to it and you can say whatever you want to. I don't care. Sure. It's your free right to do sure. so, but sure. I don't necessarily think other people should be listening either. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like why are we putting stock in them with this? On that, on that light, Ben, we just entered Thunderdome and there's your topic. You oh, is that the opinion thing? <laughs> yeah. 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 Is, there, is that the segue? Nice job, man. That's you're, how you're good at this. <laughs> oh, that was on purpose. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for ruining it, Jake. Yeah, but, <laughs> appreciate no, it. He's, you're not supposed he's, to. He's great at this. He's you're not supposed to point it out, Jake. Jeez. <laughs> That's what I do. I know, I'm just listening. Ruin it for all the fucking yeah. listeners. Just God just damn you. it, Jake. You just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, ten people. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's more than he always. No, no, no. I I said tens, tens of listeners. Sorry, oh, we shit. don't we don't quite have hundreds of yes, listeners. Yes, okay. we're certainly not in the thousands of listeners. You guys yeah. don't know anything about self promotion. You're supposed to like over exag oversell yourself here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dozens, not tens. Okay? Dozens. Yeah. There you it, go. It, change it, up the language. Go. Yeah, change it, up. There you go. Market this shit. It does seem like the world's gone a little topsy turvy. That's and, for and, sure. and everybody's given everybody else's uh, opinion a little bit too much merit, we'll say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, but that, that's why I find it fascinating because the opinion thing. Yeah. I like to hear, again, conservative family or friends that are like really hardcore, you know, they everybody liberal is stupid and like they can't even have the open mind of whatever. They think everything discussion. that's bad is libtard. This, right. Libtard, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think it's that bad to sit down and talk with someone that's liberal or whatever that calls themselves what you did before yeah, when you're sure. on here. Like, I'd even sit down with someone that said they were super progressive if they wanted to scream in my face if they could actually calm down for five <laughs> minutes. That's right. why I wear this shit so that I'm I'm trying to stir the pot to bring them over. Yeah, that's the whole point, you know. I'm right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Jake just associates the far left with loudness. Yeah, just fall you. <laughs> I mean, what do you think it is like, now? I, I can sit and talk with a Democrat and be like this, and then I'll talk to a. Liberal like this, and then a progressive, and then they're yeah. screaming in my face. But, but that's like, <laughs> they just keep getting louder. That whole opinion, that whole opinion thing. That that I was looking up some stuff on a blog thing, and I found this thing a lady wrote that was like, uh, I think opinions important because they summarize hopefully all the experience of a certain person. I think being open minded or even considering the possibility that someone's argument can change an opinion, it should be held vital. And like, okay, not a single discussion can proceed if people close their minds to the possibilities, and that's. That's why I like having the discussion and opinions. And I might not know shit about something, but if somebody throws something at me that I didn't think of before, it might might be vital for me. See, but it that's might... that's that's my issue with opinions. Like I have a thesis. You don't know shit that, about cars. Got it. That right. Like I have this thesis that opinions are way overvalued today because sometimes there are just objective realities that people have like opinions about. That makes no fucking sense. You have an opinion about that when you objectively are incorrect. So that's why I think there is so little value in opinions. Now, if people say now, so when when people ask me a question like, what, "What's your perspective on blah blah blah?" My my, I'm not going to say my opinion is blank because why would I stand on? Why would I die on that hill when I don't really have a deep understanding of it? Like, and that's the problem. People get a little bit of information. And they take it and run with it on whatever the topic is. Like I had, uh, like uh, I don't know, evolution. Okay, I had this discussion, and I'll pick on it because it's apolitical. <laughs> I had this discussion. And it's like, well, I don't believe in evolution. My opinion is that evolution isn't a thing. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. The objective scientific consensus is that it is real. Therefore, nobody cares what your opinion is because there's there's zero value in that person's opinion because they're they're refuting something. Like if I say it's my opinion that this table in front of me 
Uh, this is a this is a a chair. Mm-hmm. No, it's fucking not. It's a table. Like my opinion means nothing. But if you so sit that's on the problem. It, but everybody. But everybody. I think there's I th- my my little like th- hypothesis that I've had for a long time <clears> is that I think that the idea of like and all the propaganda that happened like through the Cold War and all that kind of stuff like all this like American exceptionalism and stuff like that has limited people's interest or ability in criticizing the things that deserve to be criticized about our country that we can improve that we could actually you know you don't like it go somewhere else and then people have put too much so they they blindly think that that we're the be- the the best at everything which we're not of course not right and so they blindly think that and then they that i feel like it has and again, no, no, now this is an opinion we'll talk about that there's no there, i don't have i don't have any i don't have any factual data to back this up but i think that like american exceptionalism has bled into this like individual exceptionalism where my opinion is important and I'm entitled to it and damn it, uh, you know, I'm going to stand by it because when people have these like strong opinions, anything to the counter, they're not, it becomes a belief. That's my issue. It, it, it starts to trickle into this belief, which beliefs are hard to change. You see what I mean? Like they're less susceptible to objective facts when they, when you should be willing to be moved by objective facts. Yeah, of course, but I don't think that that is from their what they would call patriotism. I know that was that was my that was my macro no no my macro hypothesis. I really believe that this, and I this, reserve the right to be wrong on that. No, we're, we all reserve that right. Yeah, but it's like I really believe that this really all it really boils down to is the pack the pack the fact that people cannot argue any kind of point because they don't know enough about both sides. They, they've got their yes. their opinion, like like you were saying, Ben is like. This is what it is. This is what I'm willing to die on, whatever. And it's like, right. let, let's let's first of all realize that we're all full of shit. Sure, we all, exactly. We all don't know what we're talking about. Yes. We, we all have no idea. And let, let's, let's be okay with being wrong. And most yeah. people will not come out and say, you know what? I was wrong. You were right. Here's some new facts that I didn't have taken account sure. at the time. And let, let's, let's agree to this and let's move forward. But sure. most people said, no, because I said this once. Like that—that's all it is forever, and like I'm not not willing to ever move they from that because dogmatic. yeah, because I I couldn't possibly be wrong. I, sure. I couldn't ever admit that to someone. <clears throat> sure, and I believe that's the real issue. I think yeah, I totally agree. I think that there's it. It's uh, people become dogmatic. Like I said, opinions shift into beliefs, which shift into dogma internally with people. That's why I say like if you start from a from a position of ignorance, so instead of saying like how to how to put this, instead of coming through from a specific lens of like say liberal or conservative or whatever like <clears throat> and then viewing the world there cuz then you have confirmation bias right as you consume more information you only see it through that lens so you seek facts quote unquote to back up your opinion instead of well, yeah it's seeking more objective that confirmation facts, bias it's a confirmation bias so instead of starting from an objective place of ignorance which is okay that's part of the issue is a lot of people are not okay not knowing like people think ignorant is a pejorative but i think it's a fine word I say that all the time. Oh, I'm ignorant about that. I don't know. Like, what's your pers- what do you what what's just your opinion on this? Well, it doesn't matter because I don't know enough about it to have an opinion worth, like you know, how about even how, discussing? We're yeah. even discussing. Like, I, there's no value in what I have to say about it because I don't know shit about it. Yeah, but it. I mean, and I, I don't want to like get like this is not like, um, I guess I'm just trying to understand because I feel like I I do like how you're talking about an opinion can lead leads to belief leads to dogma. <laughs> I believe that you should be – I think you should feel comfortable because, first of all, to say not have an opinion on something, that's impossible because as soon as you see a so anything, you see – read a story, it's going to get filtered through all of your experiences and you're immediately yeah, going to – sure. You're immediately going to have an opinion on yeah. it. I think that what what's important is the ability to shift that opinion. 
And I think the only way that can be done sometimes is to just you got to discuss opinions with other people because I think a lot of sometimes yeah you can do research and read and that can shift your opinions but a lot a lot of times it's talking to somebody else openly about an opinion but at the same time from a perspective of I'm doing this the, my my end game in doing this conversation is to have a more well rounded opinion mm-hmm. not not to make him believe my current opinion sure so how this thing that happened yeah. Get, went through their lens and their experiences versus mine. Exactly. Yeah. Understanding. And then, yeah. To, yeah. And, sure. And then I, to, I can agree with that. Weigh them. And then, you know, because like, yeah, like I, I talked about in the last, last podcast, how, um, there are certain things where I just, you're just not going to get me dying on a hill on right now. You know, you know, we were talking about rights and wrongs and dealing with the viruses and rights and wrongs and protests and all this stuff. And it's just like, mm-hmm. there's just, there's, too much to not like on both sides. It's like, why would I ever plant my flag on either of these sides? Like, I'm sure. not required to. Like, right. I'm not giving a dissertation on yeah. any of this stuff. You know, sit back, allow yourself to absorb what's going on, regardless of how long it takes. Right. And if you someday, when you're older, look back and you or you reach it, reach how you feel about something. That's fine. I mean, like, I know there are some things about me that I will never be not convinced of. And that's just the way that my, that's just the way I think the human brain works. It's morals and values you know, there's and beliefs. Some and things. And I, th- I believe there's most people are like that with everything. Most people have come to the conclusion at some point in their life. I'm never going to murder somebody. You know, I will never, I will never vengefully murder somebody or I'm sure. just not going to ever rob a store, you know, like, so at some point we all kind of make these agreements with ourselves on, you know, you're not going to talk, you're not going to talk me out of this. You're not, so, but at the same time, like those things better be very far and few between, because I think what you're getting now is people willing to just plant flags on the most trivial things and it, things mm-hmm. that, things that happen and they read one story and all of a sudden they want to like get on and spout about it. Yeah. You know, it's like, you, how have you, how has this had any, there's no, there's no possible way this has had time to marinate with you and mm-hmm. To the point to where you feel like you're ready to get on a social platform and lecture people about it. Like, it's just not possible. So mm-hmm. how, how – I can't take you seriously now. Right. You know? So that's a very easy way that I can determine how seriously I'm going to take – not whether I'm going to like somebody or not, but how serious I'm going to take them when it comes to is this person worth really talking to? If I'm going through something in life, is this a person that I really want to waste my time with? You know, I might love this person or whatever and we can grab a beer, but is this really somebody I want to open up to because, to be honest – I know that they're. I know that they're just going to kind of tell me what they feel or how they're not going to. They're going to hear Charlie Brown's yeah, teacher in their head. Yeah, the you know time. they're going to be. <laughs> yeah. You know they're going to want to, uh, or, or they're or it's just you know they're not going to have. Why would I? You know I'm not going to come to you to talk about my kids. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why would I? How can I expect you to have any opinion on? Yeah. What you know? Oh, Jake, should I send my kids back to school in this environment? I mean, I'll you let know, you know when like, I have kids. Yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> so. It's like. Yeah, I. So okay, I think then I, all that to clarify. Yeah, I, I I was just thinking like, you know, I I do feel like, and I think you would agree. Probably, I think the open discussion of opinions needs to be, if it's done correctly, it has to be encouraged, but it has to be done with the end game has to be learned and done yeah. with humility, yeah. right? So if 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 Jake asserted an opinion about whether you should send your kids back in this environment, mm-hmm. hypothetically, which you have not, yeah, I, um, like you may be able be able to say like, hey, Jake, I don't. How much have you actually thought about this? Like, you don't have kids. Like, I've been 
chewing on this for the last two months, listening to the doctor. You know what I mean? And that at that point, I would hope that Jake would say, oh, that's a good point, man. Like, but I, I never, also think that you know, a lot of people aren't having the discussion to just openly have the conversation, just put their opinions out there and have the other person think about that. They, they want to try to actually change someone else's mind. Like, if you don't think the way I think, like, you're fucking stupid. What's wrong with you? Right. Oh, my God. And it's exactly. like, whoa, let's calm down here because I've got right. super conservative friends. I've got super liberal friends. I can't really say I have any, like, screaming progressive friends like Jake. Yeah. <laughs> about I can't really say I have any friends like that, you know. But it's like, but but I I try to like listen to what everyone's saying, and maybe maybe it's not going to change my mind. But yeah. these are things that I should still think about, mull over, and see about how I can like put those to, to use in my life, and how I can make my life better. And to, to my in my opinion, like that, that's what we should should be doing with these conversations. That's why I don't like talking about. Dancing with the stars and fantasy football and those kind of things to to me don't mean anything. Now, granted, like I know Andrew's over getting mad at the moment. You better watch ben's, talk. Ben's you better watch talk about fantasy too, football. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's just about to get real. Andrew's talking about his. He had his draft yesterday. He's super excited. But it's like, <laughs> like, like to me, it's just, it's not a big thing. I kind of just say that jokingly, obviously. But like to me, it's it's not that important. But. I understand how that is super important to some people because sure. it's it's an escape. It's an outlet. I was actually talking to a friend of mine the other day because I don't really watch any kind of pro, pro sports mm-hmm. like except for like very niche things. I, I've started jujitsu again. So I'm watching like jujitsu matches. I, I play disc golf. So I'm watching disc golfers. Um, they actually have like a pro tour. It's it's scary, but they do. <laughs> Guys throwing freaking frisbees for a living, and gals obviously as well. Hey, um, they're getting paid good for them. Hey, exactly. <laughs> they, they they can make a living in their twenties, travel the U.S., have some fun, cool. light it up, do your thing. Yeah. But I watch that stuff. To me, it's interesting because I was like, how can I learn to make my game better? And it's sure. fun. I'm also also watching uh, on Andrew's recommendation some GM golf videos, <laughs> and, and they, they do some fun, unique challenges. And it, to me, it's it's entertaining. It's fun. But I'm also trying to learn as well sure. but it's also sometimes like they're just doing stupid shit makes me laugh and it's fun so it's like i i see the need for all that kind of stuff so I, i'm not saying that that's bad but in my opinion you should be able to sit down with random strangers friends family whoever and be able to talk about these big issues sex religion politics sure you know like whatever like right. all of it should be on the table and we should be able to have a great discussion like sure. you know what that's a great and point i never adults. thought about that not not scream and yell yeah and be like you know what that doesn't change my mind it doesn't change what i believe but i respect more of where you're coming from i can see that argument from the other well, side yeah and it's it's and this is something i struggle with um and and we all do obviously, and, and maybe but. you know maybe i even struggled with it earlier um and when ben called me out is coming sometimes i people you know the problem people will come at things from a position of authority on something necessary you know when they don't when it's just not the case you know and that's the problem if you're going to um and and with a, if you have a platform i guess regardless of the size i mean but if you're going to like come at something important from a place of authority with a with a intent to educate um mm-hmm. you better you could better be real careful you know because because that's that's just that, I think that's why you're seeing just the mass dumbing down of what, a, you know, just the population right now, as mm-hmm. far as, you know, like they're in their own, everyone's in their own echo chamber. Yep. Everyone wakes up in the morning. I do the same, you know, they, 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 check they, they check the same, same websites, mm-hmm. check the same Twitter followers. And, um, you know, it's like, there's no if, growth. There. Yeah. In, in your mind, in your mind, how could you not be right when right. all you ever do is listen to people that, Agree with you. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah, if with you're the, in the echo chamber, that exactly. further reinforces yeah. your strength. And, and, and your the moment anybody would challenge, dare challenge your authority and want to discuss your opinion, you you don't know how to respond to that because you've done nothing but 
nod your head to podcasts all day long, you know, or stuff like that. And say, yeah. You're, you're a bobblehead yeah, in yeah. your echo chamber. Yeah. <laughs> when, when we were going out to the rodeo last night, so my buddy said that he thinks that social media is seriously killing us just because uh, uh, the waking up, like you said, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, where you're not on Facebook and you see you don't have any of that bullshit you have to deal with that you told me, I think once before, like you reminded me with Tavis here to like be the change. I don't have to comment on all the shit that people post. I don't have to be the one that jumps in. Like every time I see something I'm like, yep. All right. This is what I'm going to say yeah, to him now. And like, I don't yeah. have to do that. So like when yeah. I read it, I can just go, all right, put it away, ignore it, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have to chime in and add my fucking two that, cents and be a troll or whatever. And did you struggle with that? Like that, I've had too. that since over 10 years. Like Dude, we talked about before we were yelling at each other and I was drunk at the bar responding to you. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you and I have gone back and forth a few times, <laughs> but it's been a long time. Yeah. But I was I had hammered this, and I shouldn't <laughs> done that. Like <laughs> I had to do the same thing where I will, I had to, because I have a, I historically have like a, a very strong sense of righteous indignation. Like if I feel like something somebody is being wronged or, or whatever, I have this tendency to like jump on shits. Or if I think that somebody's opinion perpetuates some level of oppression of somebody else or whatever. And I've just had to like really take a step back and say like, where, how am I going to pick my battles here? Yeah. Like what is important? And like, so now once in a blue moon, somebody will, will post something that is just objectively absurd. And I will, instead of saying like, you're wrong because it's my opinion that blah, blah, blah. I will simply say, have you considered? And then I will state a couple of facts and I will just let it go. Yeah. And like an because, asking question, <laughs> like, like an let asking it go. question. Kind yeah. Of, like ask your thoughts on something and then people, they get mad at you too then, about that. I know. And then don't get for then, asking. And then I try not to get in the weeds. Yeah. yeah. Because it challenges, yeah. it, it forces them to, to challenge what they think yeah. they know. But, that, right. but that's important. And I remember hearing a long time ago from one of my favorite speakers and authors, and he said, if you can't explain why you believe, what yes. you believe, yeah. then you believe nothing. Yeah. Shut exactly. And, and, but yeah. that's the exactly. thing is with people in, in their echo chambers, like Andrew was saying, it's like they're, they're not challenging their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you should be. Yeah. And, and like, yep. like Andrew and I talked about the last time we did a solo podcast, like your, your perspectives on life should be ever-changing. Sure. Like you should be wanting so. to change your perspectives on everything. Like, yeah, because granted, because we can't know everything and we learn more stuff. Of course. And then there may be some things that to you are just are solid in rock. You've looked at it enough. You know that I'm always going to believe that, period. Mm-hmm. But you should be flexible, I think, with most things in life. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. And furthermore, I think it's important. I know there's a concept in – I listen to a podcast called Dogma Debate where the guy uh, David Smalley, he's an atheist, and he brings on preachers and debates with them. And he oh, knows that the, sounds fun. He knows the Bible better. I'm gonna than, write this down, dude. Yeah, he he knows the Bible better than most of them. Um, and so anyway, but the thing that he always brings up is, I should understand your position so well. Like if we're gonna have a, a debate, I should understand your position so well that I can state it back to you in a way that you would go, oh, I never really thought to put it that way. Yes, like I should have such a thorough understanding of where you're coming from. Like before, instead of just shouting each other down. And so instead, because what happens is when you do that, instead of saying, well, no, I think this and I think this and back and forth and back and forth, you go, well, I think this and they go, okay, why? Help me understand. And then you ask questions, then it opens things up. Then you might actually be able to shift. And then you might actually get to this point where you're like, oh, we actually don't you know, have such a difference on this as we maybe previously thought superficially. We've dug down and actually developed an understanding. I also think that's a real problem in society in general is that people only want to see the differences. They don't want to see the similarities. And it's like, yeah. I, I look at it like, you know, like, hey, we're all just people. We're all the same. 
You know, it's like, yeah. I don't care what your beliefs are, what your religion is, like your, your, your race, color, creed, sexual pride. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. we're all people. Like, we should just love each other. And I know that's hippy yeah. dippy bullshit. And, no, oh, dude, that's, that's, that's like, the be good whatever, people but, thing. That's not. Yeah, like, don't be a dick is, like, a basic principle of, like, There's books about that. Yeah, like, like religions is, like, don't be an asshole for the most part. Yeah, I think we learn a lot of these things in kindergarten. It's, like, you know, like, don't hit, don't bite. Like, let's all play together. Right. Yeah, take your turn. Yeah, stay home if you're sick. Like, all these kind of things. I think we can just, like, let's just, come on. Like, Jake always says, like, let's be good people. That's just, again, that's the that's the life lessons of, like what I said before, the one guy, Jimmy Coburn, black dude, big fro, the you know, last ninja, whatever he called himself. Like, that's what he would say to us when my mom and them would have parties and all that. And, like, it was just, you're a good dude. You're a good, like, he called me Hoss. Or the other guy called me Hoss I used to work with. <clears throat> I said, why do people call him? And I said, because Hoss is a good guy. Everybody got along with him or whatever. And, like, that's the whole, it's just be a good person. Be, be friendly with everybody. Talk to everybody. Do whatever. And, like, that's how I was brought up. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's. I know not all of us are raised like that, but the fact that we just developed this shit over time and then more we see social media or whatever else or through opinions or whatever it is, we all get our confirmation bias and then we just fall down that path even more. Playing the flag deeper and deeper. Yeah. Like well, Andrew said about playing the flag, you just you become more of an asshole if you're going to stand right there on that hill and just shout back at whoever well, then you feel like you need to violently defend your flag like yeah. right if you planted a flag that deep, well i think that's because people tribalism. can't just admit yeah. that they were wrong well yeah. and, and they're not going they don't want to because yeah. at that point it becomes personal right mm-hmm. and that's the thing i've i've struggled with 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 the election it's like i think people are so resistant on either side to admit that maybe they picked the wrong dude or maybe the dude they picked did some things they didn't like which which is a little foreign to me because like I didn't actually vote for Obama in his second term because I was pissed that he didn't end the Afghanistan war. I was mad at him. I'm glad you That's said that. That's the exact that. reason I didn't vote for him. I had I voted for him the first time, but I not had the a second f- time. Friend that did the first time, she voted for him. We yeah. saw her up at Putin Bay, you know, back when Obama was in, and the second time she knew that she started seeing the stuff I was writing in the paper, the things I was talking about on Facebook or whatever, doing other stuff, talking conversations more with people. And she walked up and she said something like that. Like, I'm so sorry. I did not vote for him the second time. Like, like what was your thing that changed it? And she said something about the war in Afghanistan, yeah. but she also made comments that he hook, line and sinkered her with the hope and change and whatnot. And the other, and yeah. I'm like, why are you apologizing to me? And she goes, cause you always talk about it. And you're the guy. I'm like, Oh, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, you don't apology accepted or yeah. whatever, but like, yeah, I don't think there's any need for apology. Yeah, though. yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't. But I think the the willingness to to shift that perspective and go, you know what? Maybe this dude is not what I thought he was. Yeah. Like, because and I think that I don't think there's any shame in because politicians do that for a freaking living, like we established. Like they tell you what they think you want to hear. Yeah, but again, and if know, they don't back it up, it, I think it's okay to be like, you know what? That guy fucking duped me, and yeah. I'm and I reserve the right to not vote for him the second time yeah, or, or but, think but, he's a jackass. But again, we we have to remember is like the president does not make policy they're, they're supposed to be there to be the talking face and maybe influence policy they do influence it sure but th- that's, that's fine because again it's a big popularity game but sure. it's like when, when you sit down and have these debates of like oh what are you going to do as president like sure i'm going to give a lot of speeches and talk to a lot of people and go around and shake some hands and kiss some babies yeah. like but they can't say that because that's just the truth they have to say, oh, well, I'm going to change this, and I'm going to do that, and we're going to do this. If they don't do that, then I'm going to do an executive I'm gonna make order. A large, I'm going to make a large assumption here, Uh-oh. and maybe this is just because – how. but like, I don't see a lot of people in that voting booth <clears throat> thinking, act, thinking policy, thinking politics. I think they're in there thinking one of two things: Face. fuck Trump or yeah. fuck the left. And I'm yeah. punching the op- and I'm punching the opposite button. I'd agree with Probably. that. Probably. I don't think they're in yeah. there like, you know, mm, you know – 
well, uh, the sanctions with Iran and, and China, <laughs> you know, they're, right. I, the mo- of course, the educated voters are, and yeah. you know, sure. Um, but but I think every voter the people should that are be going educated. in there that you know, yeah, they're team red or team blue, right? Yeah, it, exactly. It's like yeah. my it's my team's coming out. That's exactly what it is. It's my team. But this, needs to win at all costs or else the world shall end. That gets into the debate where, like, Rogan talked with somebody about it where it was like, well, I think people shouldn't vote until they're 25 because we're dumb apes or some shit like that or whatever. And a whole different discussion you can have there because you're letting people go off to war at 18 or whatever and let them do whatever. I, I don't want, think but. the human race will ever come to a perfect way to govern itself. No, yeah, but certainly not. Um, yeah, the, I don't know. It's. We're here. We're here. Where we're, we're at right now. I mean, I don't know how how much more sustainable it is. I mean, like in today's climate, with how upset people are about everything. Like you're right, Andrew. It's like they're going in like either fuck Trump or fuck the left. Yeah. Which, but in my opinion, like that's ridiculous. And it's like I think they should be voting for the person who they think will do the best job. Right. You know, and I'm still on board. But what's the best job to some people? Like, and that's and that's what I'm saying is is their best job. Like, are they in there thinking politically? You know who's going to, you know, bring back the, you know, bring back jobs stuff like that, or are they thinking like who's going to push through, you know, or, you know, I I would assume that there's a lot of undoing of some executive orders that are going to want to be undone as as there should be, yeah, and that's the purpose of the checks and balances, and that's what makes me happy. It's why that's what everybody's so worried about. This person getting in, that person getting in. That's why, but it can be easily undone, which which is good. But I but I believe that's what their job should be. Listen though, Trump just like so Trump just proposes a uh you know something as far as pre existing conditions in Medicare that was already something in Obamacare, something he's already destroying so it's like why not why not okay if you want to shit on obamacare that's fine so then take obamacare and then shape it and add to it you know don't destroy it and then try to build a replica of it just because now it's yours instead of obama's that's why nothing will ever get done if we're changing power every four years like you're never going to have any momentum. Yeah, we're I, just going to be spinning our tires. But, but I believe personally, like that, that's the the fallacy of the ego, because like they want it to be theirs, and I did this, and oh my god. Whereas as as the um, as the president, you should be helping to dictate what's best for the people. And what what needs to happen right now is that the goddamn left and right need to get together and realize, okay, you have some good points, I've got some good points. Let's work together, get somewhere in the middle. That's supposed to be the idea. That's how things are supposed to work. Right now, people are so divided that they won't even listen to the other side. Right. And if something happens, oh my God, they're going to like cabal and go behind people's backs and like, look, <laughs> I'm going to try to undermine them and do this and that. And it's like, let's calm down here, people. Like your job is supposed to be a representative of the people. And the people right now are pretty upset with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I read this this morning, and I, I thought this would come up similar where it's an opinion section where, how would you rate Joe Biden's speech? The first thing on there, this lady wrote in, I always enjoy to hear a speech from a sane and compassionate person, one who cares. Some people look at that in the light of, well, that lady just called Joe Biden sane. She's fucking crazy. Some people look at it as, ah, Trump is an asshole. It's insane. So it's, how are you looking at it? Which morals and values and beliefs we, and yeah, shit are you? Yeah, I'm telling you, man, yeah. there's... And I don't know – I'm sure there's been YouTube videos I could watch on this, but like there's people – it's weird how people can process the exact same information yeah. completely differently. Like those and are that's, – And that's I think what's – that's I know personally that's what I can speak from my experience, why I had to get off the social media debating and stuff like that. Right. Is because it made me anxious to realize as I got older like how like foreign 
it felt at times having a discussion with somebody it's like we're yeah. we were two human beings we're the same species and yet we could look at something in completely different ways and it it, it made me anxious because it was like it didn't feel natural it felt like right. you know it felt like who's the out you know somebody's the imposter who's the outsider you know can only one be right who's wrong and then mm. it just it didn't it didn't do anything besides you know stress me out because it was like you're wondering like okay well some some unless you're like you know one of those rare people who's a genuine you know type of center person you know your your brain i i i honestly believe that like you know their brains work separately they they can interpret the information you know i believe that being a conservative or a not necessarily conservative democrat but being more liberal or being more you know conservative i think that stuff is like hardwired into you for some something beyond just oh did you go to college or not like i feel like it's it's almost something as unique as your you know as your face and it's just like indoctrination from an early age, do you think? It's, it's, I don't even, it's not even, I won't even say it's indoctrination because I don't even think it's intentional. It just feels like, um, you know, because typically the people that lean more right, it's like they tend to, you, you see, it's mostly a consensus on they believe the same things. You know, they all anti abortion, pro Second Amendment, more often than not evangelical. You know, mm-hmm. uh, then you look at the left and it's also, you know, more college educated, uh, African American, minority, um, you know, you have typically lesser income. So it's like, do, do the circumstances dictate it? Or is it, is it just a matter of, um, you know, is it as simple as how your parents raised you? You know, is it, but maybe they're born with it. Maybe it's, it's maybe, everything. Maybe it's, it's a maybe combination it's, of all it's of upbringing. it. But in it, but it's, and it's crazy how, you know, you can take something like the coronavirus and how it can so predictably split right down the middle. You know, and we talked about this like one of our very Mm -hmm. first coronavirus podcasts. It's like just when you think that you couldn't politicize a virus, (laughs) you had people on the right who believed one thing about it and people on the left who believed something else. And it was like this – like we can't even agree on a virus and how then – and then it gets weaponized (sighs) politically. Um, And you got basically the federal government versus the state government. It's like – if we can't even come to a consensus as humans on how to deal with yeah. something that's trying to kill us all, um, there's something, yeah, there's something inherently there's gotta be something wrong with the system there. here. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, and that's to me, like, that gives me, yeah, that that that, that gives me the willies. I, I do know. think that there are some personality or, um, I think most of it comes down to like as far as like somebody's like perspective, you know, right, left, or whatever. Um, but I, I do think that there are certain like uh, inherent features of a person and their personality that lead to a propensity to go to one side or the other. Like for example, men have a tendency as they get older to become more conservative, and the hypothesis there is that it's because they want to preserve the things that they have. So they become a little more fearful that for some reason they'll lose it. Whereas women, actually, when they get older, they tend to become more liberal because they become more open. And so I think that they're and that and that's directly tied to something that we can't control and it's not part of upper. It's just age. It's just normal yeah. degradation of the human body, right? So like you know, but also growth and experiences. So I think it is pretty interesting. Like it does make me wonder. Like, and I ha- I'm sure there's probably some body of research out there yeah. as far as like psychological. 
like differences between I mean, people who tend to be liberal or democrat yeah. or read the right read the right you know i was mind. i was thinking oh, yeah. how it kind of yeah. could relate back to like just early survival self-preservation i think mean, because when you think of the left you tend to think of more collectivist right more yeah. group oriented for yeah. the greater good of the group when you think of the right you think of more it's more individual rights sure. you know more um being able to use your own abilities and build yourself up and take as much as you can and build what you can and then preserve it mm-hmm. for as long as you can. So it's like what I'm thinking is if you look back, it's like I think you can say that like both had their merits. Both of them, both sure. of those instincts led to our survivability, whereas one, we had to be capable individuals. We had to be able to survive yeah. on our own. And also if you weren't a success, a contributing individual, you were an outcast. You didn't get brought with the group. But at the same time, you also had to group up lest you be overrun by those that had. So yeah. that's why, you know, I think when you tell when, – when it's easy to think like, well, um, you know, a collectivist mindset is bad or the individualist, you know, being a globalist or a nationalist, one is good or bad. It's like, look, they're both ingrained – both ideas are ingrained in us. It's just one of them has taken dominance. One Somewhere yeah. along the line, your brain leads more towards the group or somewhere along the line, your brain leads more towards individual preservation and – it's, and I and I feel like it, at least you know that like you we both we needed both of them to get to this point as a, as a species. Sure. We needed to have both those. And it's like I don't think that like like I think I said at the last podcast. I feel like the far left is being too eager right now to give up the power of the individual to the group. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I feel like that it's it's we're going to surrender the power that the individual can have to the mob mentality, basically. Um, but at the same time, obviously, when if you go the other the other way and you ignore the group and you focus on individual accomplishment, that's where you get the wage disparity and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's where you get, you know, that's where you get um, people where uh, the poor get poor, the less fortunate continue to get less fortunate, and you just you go in this the way. gaps. Separated. Yeah, and that's not sustainable either because if you look at it evolutionary wise, like when this happens, when you get a population divided, will not stand, which means that mm-hmm. we've opened ourselves up to conquering. Mm-hmm. Because if and that's exactly how this this whole experiment's going to go down is we're going to be so divided that eventually another country will be like you know what we're just we might just go ahead and you know we got enough financial <laughs> interest over there let's go ahead and go on over there and see what's going on with our you know while they're fighting among themselves and next thing you know yeah but, but dare I say that's like really one, that's one a doomsday but one you know. way isn't better than the other way. And ideally, you're supposed to kind of work together and right. come to some sort of compromise. Right. That's why well-regulated capitalism missing. works. Yes. That's why when when they erode the regulations on it, it becomes capitalism run rampant. You get the wage disparities. Whereas if you get too many regulations, it kind of puts too too many clamps down exactly. on the ability to and leaves do the that. Loopholes. I, and 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 or it, it it just makes it to where. Um, Maybe because then, then you start if you go too far with the regulation thing, then you get with the the government dictating too many things. But I think that really the government's role should be simply to make sure that business does not seek out to fuck people. Simply that, and that therefore the regulations go into you know some EPA stuff and things like that. Like those things are important to me because that way you don't have capitalism run rampant. Furthermore, camp capitalism run rampant begins to cannibalize itself. Yes, because it begins to cannibalize the lower and middle class which is what supports the capitalism because that's your that's your purchasing base and that's your uh employment base that's your, so i think that for the sake of capitalism we need more of those regulations and we need those things to be in place to keep it sustainable and i think that too many if you look at nick hanauer who is a billionaire 
he is in support of a $15 minimum wage. He's in support of a lot of those regulations. And he says, like, rich guys like me need to pay our fair share in taxes and, like, things. Because they have millions of loopholes and they can offshore this and, you know, like, all those things. Like, we need to pay our fair share because it creates more and more of that disparity. You know, so few people hold so much of the money and therefore so much of the power that it capitalism is I'm, – I'm I'm, because, I, like I said, I am a capitalist. I think it's going to – there's a chance it might collapse, to your point. Because if, especially if America loses its position in the world, like America has been, I mean, money is traded in U.S. dollars between other countries at the moment. At the moment, but that's gonna—I'm like waiting for it because that—and that's what worries me. Because it, historically, from a world history perspective, the superpower goes down at some point, right? And we've been here for a while, you know, like, and we've been it for a while. Um, but I'm—I'm I'm concerned that. Uh, all this infighting, all this rampant runaway deregulation and all this stuff. That's my worry. And that's why economically, you know, from an economic perspective, I'm certainly not. I'm, spoiler alert. I'm not going to vote for Trump. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But uh, that's that's what worries me because we've kind of let the fox into the hen house, so to speak. Rome 2.0. Yeah. I mean, he's he's, you know, working to chip away. At those things, deregulating things, not appointing people to certain positions in power, pulling, you know, uh, dismantling the pandemic response team a couple of years ago. And then here we are, you know, things like that that erode our democracy. That's what worries me. You know, I, I want people to be able to get rich and I want people to be able to thrive. And, but I don't. I want everybody to have that opportunity. Yes. And I have the fallacy of that, which right now we've kind of got the fallacy of that. Like there's a social mobility, pull yourself up by your bootstraps fallacy. Because people who are poor simply have less opportunities. That, that they do. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm off. Yeah, that, that, and I was just gonna say that ended that talking about regulation that ended my my 15 minute stint with the Libertarian Party when I was like, <laughs> Me too. you know what? I don't want my I don't want to get my my meat from like some dude who's making up his own rules on if it's safe to eat or not. So, like oh, well, I don't want to fly in an airplane that you like, know this like, guy that Fred says is cool to fly. Like the pink yeah. slime in Texas. Yeah, they were doing that. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. You, you're like you can't just like. <laughs> You can't just say you guys figure it out for yourselves. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, a, a lot of those people think the free market solves everything, and over time, just, you're right. It probably yeah. Like does, I think Ben said, government but, needs to empower the private sector to yes, be able to yeah. do business. Yes, right. we need regulations. We need the government. We need we can't those be choked kind of out to kind of keep it on the like, road. Like, yes. but keep again, it from going off the road. It's got to yeah. be in the middle. We can't have too much. We can't have too little. Yeah. and we've got to be able to go in there and be able to change things. Add and take away as we need. And it yeah. seems like all that's happening anymore is like it's just add, 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 add. More laws, more regulations, more of this, more of that. And it's like some of that I think we need to look at and be like, do we still need this? Is this important? Sure. Is, is this law from 1872 still valid? Like so, sure, should we get rid of these things? I don't know. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not educated enough to speak yeah. on that for sure. But <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. I think we've been rambling quite long enough <laughs> on a lot of these different topics. Uh, Jake, do you have any closing thoughts? I had somebody give me these at work. Can I just say them out here? So Absolutely. People do not seem to realize that their opinion of the world is also a confession of character, so be good people. And too oh, often, like we enjoy the comfort of opinion without the discomfort of thought. That was John F. Kennedy. Have a discussion. Have a conversation. That's pretty relevant. So yeah. the fact that they know I'm the opinion guy, here you go. Say something about this. I'm like, damn, that's pretty accurate. Because be a mm -hmm. good person, have a, have a conversation. Like, shit. And I think yeah. that's definitely yeah, what we there. try to do on here for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Ben, do you have any closing thoughts? I guess to, uh, to your point, I and that was like when <laughs> I told Jake, I have I've gotten so I had gotten so fed up with people 
um, being dogmatic and lacking humility with their opinions. That's why I've kind of swung, you know, I'll concede you guys, you guys pulled me back a little bit towards the middle on my opinion on opinions, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in there, and there being some level of value to it. But I think, I guess my only parting thought would be like, <clears throat> sure, form, form perspectives. I almost like that as a better, uh, you know, semantically, um, th- as well as you can, but don't be dogmatic in it and understand that somebody else may have something of value to say. So there you go. Andrew. Yeah. I just say let's let's do this again after the election, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, let's watch it burn together. I have to come sure. back out. Of- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, Corona's going to disappear. So, yeah, I mean, I mean well, well, <laughs> oh, God. Contro- <laughs> oh God, controversial at the end of the yeah, podcast man, like last time. Yeah, so yep, let's uh, <laughs> just hold on to your hold, hold on, on to your asses here. Yep. Yeah. yeah, hold on to your butts. Hold on yeah. to your dirty here. I just I appreciate you coming back on, Ben. It's, I appreciate it's, having it's, me. It's a pleasure having you here. We'll definitely have you back on again. This is a lot of awesome. fun. Yeah, uh, make, make some good discussions. And luckily, like you have a very different opinion than the three of us. But sometimes we can all be a little bit too much agreed on things. Which, I don't know. I didn't which, hear which a lot good. of. I didn't hear a lot of disagreement. No, no. no but, it's, but it's not about the disagreement. It's oh, just about yeah. like a different perspective, which which I think is, oh, is sure. always good. It's always healthy, and that, that's what's like, so a little bit of nuance. Yeah, exactly. Shift I, shifts in nuance, and, and yeah. I, I think that's what's great about conversation because it really brings out like because you have to. Like, okay, like be able to talk about what you, what you believe in, which is good. Sure. But it's like, right now, I think people just need to like, come together and realize, like, we're not all fucking different. We need to just chill out, not, not play sides here. Oh, Andrew's laughing at me again. This is hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like Michael, Michael Jackson lyrics. We all need to calm the fuck down. And, and it's like, the, the election is not the end-all, be-all. And whoever wins, whoever loses, let's have some grace. Let's have some humility. And let's let's strap in for some hard work because the next four years are going to be tough no matter what from all the economic things that have happened from the coronavirus and everything else. So yeah. we we certainly don't need to be out protesting. That's your right if you want to. That's fine, but we all know human nature. And like when you get a bunch of people together who are angry, usually bad things happen. So let's let's all calm down. But I will say, <laughs> go have some sex. Well, there's a lot of that. Get, get laid, people. Let's but, get yeah. laid 2020. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's a campaign. Right I, there. I will say, leading up the election, you sure as shit better have some toilet paper and some food in the freezer because yeah. <laughs> chances are people aren't going to be so calm about it. Stock up now. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but, boyos, this is always a good time. Thank you yeah. so much again, Ben. Thank yeah. you for coming on. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs> Holy shit balls. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well that wraps up another great episode. That was a lot of fun. My face hurts from laughing so much. What a blast that was. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it too. And a big thanks and shout out to Ben for coming out and uh sticking with the, <laughs> the three of us idiots for another podcast. Uh, we greatly appreciate it for sure. If you guys are still with us, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. You all mean the world to me, but I still need your help. Please, let's go out and leave the show some five-star reviews. Make them funny, make them entertaining, have a ball with them, light it up. But that is the one thing that really helps that the show get bumped up in the rankings for whatever platform you're listening to it on. And if you want to hop on the others and leave some reviews for those too, I'd greatly appreciate that one as well. But that is all we have time for this week. So we will see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.